have chosen wisely. Hello, this is Josh. Before we start, I'd like to invite all of you to check us out on all social media. Listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher Radio, and FieldGeeks.com. Thanks. Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Hello and welcome to Field of Geeks, episode 63. We are your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Steve. And I'm Joey. We got a great show for you today. 63 episodes. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. It's almost 100, but not really. It is if you count all the other shows we did. It's like Steve. Special episodes. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like me. Almost 100. Well, I didn't join until season two. Uh, oh, Field of Geeks. So. <laughs> He's waited it out. Have see we, uh, see if we, uh, get better. We recasted. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, we got a lot to talk about today. We got the Justice League trailer. What? When did that happen? Uh, yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah. Small, small Justice indie movie. League, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's all right. Mm, that's weird. that's fine. Uh, Terminator, Kong, Skull Island, Power Ranger reviews. We got yeah. also Iron Fist. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we got some uh, TV news. Uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Um, it's on Netflix now. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and much more. Got a question for the group before we start. Recently, we shared this on our page. James Cawley, he built a 1,300-square-foot 60s Enterprise replica. Jeez. This is for the Yahoo Obsessed series. They showcased this. He actually has it set up. Like, you can go and tour it. And it's it's fantastic. It's like it's like the whole ship. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just crazy. And he started building it in, like, late 90s. So he makes the Star Trek New Voyages uh, shows for... YouTube, and those have been going on for, oh, at least since early 2000s. My question for the group was, if you had the money, what would you recreate for yourself? Yeah, that's a good question. So are we talking <clears throat> anything? Anything. So anything. we don't have to keep it semi-realistic. We can go crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Deep Space Nine. You build. A I whole, want the entire station. Just the entire... Oh, okay. I want it all. In space. In space. <laughs> I thought you meant you like bring the show back. Just... No. Well, you know what? <laughs> I'd rather have that than the actual deep space. <laughs> <night itself. laughs> I'll go it. Right, no oh, kidding. That's cool. I'll, I'll buy a season. Yeah, <laughs> it was just cool. You know, I mean, they had a they had the cool op center. You know, and Cisco had that sweet <laughs> office. The design was a lot different than regular Star Trek. Yeah, it was pretty cool. You know, Cork's bar. I mean, come on, seriously, that's pretty sweet. You actually get the actor. Yeah, oh, you're right. Dress you know? up every day and serve you alcohol. <laughs> I don't know what else he's doing, so maybe he would. Do yeah, that. I mean, he's probably got some stage acting. Oh, with a little but... n- enough money, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Hey, I'd, I'd love to come. You could tour yeah. that all you Hang want. Hang out, Jeez. right? What about you, Joe? I mean, it's gonna be a little obvious since I'm such a bat freak, but I would probably can we like tweak it a bit? So like, so I'd still have like my same house or whatever house I get when I'm older, but Thomas uh, and Martha's graves in your backyard. Yeah, okay. no, just right, just <laughs> on my ceiling, looking at me whenever I sleep. No. <laughs> Like it, it looked like you know just normal house on the outside, but on the inside, it's Wayne Manor. And it's just as big, like it's huge, and uh, complete with Batcave and everything. Got all the suits, got the '89 Batmobile, the animated series Batmobile somehow. <laughs> Back up, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and the BVS Batmobile because that thing's awesome. Right. No um, tumbler, no tumbler. I, you know, I never really. That, that the tumbler is the same with Bale for me. I never really looked at that as like the definitive thing in a Bat universe. Like, yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's a big, bulky car. It's more Tank Man. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, there goes Tank Man. Yeah, 
But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's not really that. It's not really my top three, obviously. Sure. So yeah, those those all those things, I would probably go like beyond bankrupt or whatever. But jeez, mm, no, this is this fantasy. Sweet, yeah, 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 add the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, I got a few billion, whatever. Let's just. But then, do I have to pay? Do I have to pay money to keep it? Right. Keep yeah. that stuff? Do I have to pay? Or well, is it all paid off? If you dig anonymous a, donor, the upkeep Bruce Wayne. part of your actual money, so you're good to go, right? <laughs> if you dig a cave, right? Technically, they don't have to know about it unless they're going to put some sewage in. Or I'll go Ron Swanson, yeah. just not not tell him anything. Right? I'm all sort. Of, I'm all up with Parks and Rec today for some reason. I'm hey, talking it's about all right. It. It's a good show. Could you imagine like building the Batcave, the maintenance and stuff? Like, man, how would you get people to come in? Like, would you just blindfold them? Right. <laughs> no, I, think that, I think in some. It's like going to Area 51 for work. You know, it's like, hey, can I get more light on here? No, it's a cave. Like, oh, okay, all right. Well, get my cell phone here. There's a, there's just like a secret entrance under the welcome mat on the front porch. Right. She's like, step on the mat. It's like, I don't want to. It's like, well, just come in. God, there's a bat union. Yeah, exactly. I'd like to have the Wayne Manor from Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah. And the oh, yeah. Bat Cave from BBS. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would be the best mix. I would merge it all. That'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like both those. That's uh, man. I don't know. I, I would be torn. Like Star Trek, Batman. I guess I just collide them. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Star Bat. Star Bat. Bat Trek. Yeah, I'd build that. Uh, I was talking to Steve earlier this week of uh, showing him that uh, Las Vegas hotel idea they were going to make years ago. They were yeah. going to actually build an Enterprise and have that be a hotel. So I'd probably build that for my house. I yeah, imagine. no kidding, right? Uh, that'd be so cool. How big would it be? <laughs> Because there'd be not a lot of not a lot of rooms. Yeah, you have to book like months in advance, probably. It actually flies. Oh, and then it has to get shut down because of like, you know, not enough business. And then instead of saying like we're getting shut down, it's like this is the final frontier. And then, and then they get shut down. You no, know I do. I would uh, have Star Trek conventions here in it. That's what I do. I bring it from Vegas yeah, to be Iowa because I don't want to go to Vegas, and I make it a little cheaper maybe for the fans you want it to be working like a working enter like you no, fly no, no 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 that'd be so much cooler that'd be dangerous <laughs> no wouldn't it? you only you fly just above the but it, it, but it would look bad with wheels on it landing like an air <laughs> yeah the landing if gear comes out of the interfer- down, interfer- yeah. well that's what yeah that's what i was saying like a, oh yeah i'm not saying like you know you don't modernize it or anything you just you get exactly what you want yeah I mean, think about what I said. I want the animated Batmobile. Literally, it's animated. How the hell is that going to happen? It's 3D printed. Yeah. That's what it is. That's cool. Would you drive them? Or would you be afraid to? Um, <laughs> I'd drive well, them. I'd probably only drive the Batman. Okay, drive through. I'd probably only drive the Batman vs. Superman one because the, the 89 one isn't really it's like... huge. Well, it's huge and it doesn't. Re- it's not really like... It's not nice. It's not drive. ideal. It's, yeah. it's, you know, it's like a box that you... It's like... Er, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the same with animated because like fun. they kind of based it off of the 89 movie a little bit yeah, sadly the the 60 60s batmobile is probably the most realistic one you could right you know yeah. what i mean you could actually drive that and that or the original like in the comics one i can't remember it was it was kind of just like a lincoln yeah it was like a big with a big giant bat head on the front yeah right? <clears throat> That'd be but easy. back then, it was probably yeah. the sweetest thing in the world, you know? People oh, yeah. saw it, and they thought it was amazing. Can you, can you imagine driving the uh, Dark Knight Returns Batmobile, the big one that he turns into a tank, <laughs> just in traffic, just like, oh! 
Watch out! Honk, honk. And then like a little weenie, weenie horn, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I just shoot it with the, <laughs> the rubber pellets. You take out streets. All right. Face me, coward! <laughs> oh, that's great. I'd like to plug a few things before we get started. Plume Snake Comics. Great online source for comic content. Yeah, a ton of great stuff out there. Super cheap. A lot of great content, and uh, it's really easy. It's fun to it's fun to look at. You know, I mean, it's all online. And it's very user friendly. Good interface. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Yeah, check them out at uh, plumesnake.com. Also, Steve's comic blog, steveskomicblog.com. We got going on there, Steve. It's a little dusty the last couple of weeks, but uh, I need to and busy and, and super busy. But uh, <laughs> so I started yesterday on the latest issue of Superman, which I'll kind of touch base on a little bit when we talk comics, but. Uh, uh, some pretty interesting news there. There's nice. great, great archive material out there. I have a ton of stuff out yeah. there. You know, it's been a lot of fun. That's Excellent. Been, you know, and it's funny because, you know, you, you publish one and you get to see the analytics and stuff. And there's some that get like 30, 50 hits. And I've got some that have like 6,000, you know, and it's just, <laughs> it's weird what, you know, pops out, yeah. you know, to people. Uh, yeah, it is. One it is. is where I ripped on George Lucas pretty good. That has a lot of hits. Oh, I want to read that one. And then I was doing a series of, you know, why this character is cool. Um, and it was several different, you know, characters and, and the Dick Grayson one. That's the one I have the most on. You know, so people were, they like their Nightwing apparently. So it's, well, you know, it's Yeah, he's fun. been called the glue of the DC yeah, universe. Yeah, he really so. is too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That reminds me, lately they've talked about the Nightwing movie. Yeah. I've heard some other people say like, "Oh, why Nightwing? Why not uh, Dick Grayson Robin?" And I'm thinking, "Well, we know this Affleck's right. older Batman. This stuff's already happened, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of people are like, oh, it's too soon for Nightwing. Well, actually, he exists if you think about it, right? Because it's an older Batman, yeah. yeah. And I think that's great because you can you can retell the Robin origins through flashbacks. Oh, absolutely, you don't need a full. I mean, you know how many movies that take? Right, like ten movies to catch up. You know, his age and everything. Yeah, yeah, and. I think they're funny. I think it's funny they're talking about a Nightwing movie because before it even hit the news, who talked about it three weeks before that? Mm. Anybody remember? Mm. That's, I, I, it was Mitch. No, wait, no, it was me. Uh, <laughs> you sung you saw me for a second. I was like, was it? It was not. It wasn't Mitch. Uh, Mitch just posted a great Wolverine picture on our site. Did yeah, you see that? That was, that was really cool. Really nice. It really made me uh, want to see it so bad. Yeah, action. it wasn't cheesy looking. And, no, I mean, no. it looked well, well, I didn't get the chance to see it. It was, uh, it was his suit from uh, Days of Future Past. Right. It's got the blue and orange thing going on. Yeah. It's very, oh, yeah. very subtle. And it's but very he, dark looking. Yeah, right? yeah. But he had the mask on from from the deleted scene of the Wolverine, mm-hmm. the end scene. So mm-hmm. it really looked good. Oh, okay. And I was like, damn it. Yeah. yeah. Fox. It looks sweet. The thing about that, the mask from the end of Wolverine, it doesn't it doesn't look you like it doesn't look usable. Like it doesn't look like it would be very you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean And that and that's that's probably like you know, because I, I hear yeah, the you guys. Functionality looks pretty exactly. low in it, right? And I hear it, it, and I hear you guys talk about how much you wanted to see the suit, and I'm just like, I'm, I don't think they were like trying to tease anybody. Maybe they just couldn't figure it out, right? Well, because think, yeah. suits, you know, up until maybe Batman Begins, suits weren't complete. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is sweet. Um, suits weren't <laughs> completely like figured out, really. Right. Yeah. And even now, like, and they were uh, hit and miss before then too. Yeah. You know? I mean, some were great, some were terrible. Yeah. And even like even now, uh, Batman vs Superman had the Batman neck. He was able to turn, right. and now they can't. You know they don't. They can't do that anymore. And uh, the guy who created it said no one would be able to replicate it. Not because he's being selfish, but like 
nobody has the technique that he had. Right. So it's either it's probably just like they couldn't figure it out. They well, they backed themselves into a corner, but they didn't. They had no idea what was coming. I mean, when that first X Men movie came out, leather outfits was the realistic they could get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but I always thought maybe they could write something about maybe another telepath or whatever, like Xavier and Wolverine had to protect himself because he maybe was trying to control him. He put the mask on, and maybe after movie, he just it just stick. Like he's like, I like this. I'll just yeah. wear this. Not sure, but I hope the next, you know, Wolverine will have the costume. I'm sure he will. Yeah. It's, you can pretty much get away with anything right now. I mean, honestly, you can. So I hope to see that someday. That was uh, that was really cool. So, mm-hmm. yeah, check that image out. That's, yeah. uh, it's on our page. So to get started here, we've got uh, movies. Talking movies. So Talking this, uh, movies. little trailer came out yesterday, Justice League. This hmm. is a courtroom drama starring hmm. uh, Ben Affleck. <laughs> right. What were your thoughts? I, mean, I loved it. I uh, was pleasantly surprised. I think it was Thursday morning the news dropped about, like, okay, it's coming Saturday with all these character teases. And I frequent the Reddit, like DC Cinematic and like Batman, stuff like that. So that's why I saw it. And like I, I think the first one was Aquaman as they released. I was like, whoa, this looks really cool. Yeah. And... It was saying like in two days. I was like, you got to be <laughs> kidding me. Because yeah, I got nothing planned this weekend. <laughs> oh, oh. Right, it's going to be great. It's all the perfect combination of stuff. Yeah, so just kept refreshing. YouTube, oh, yeah. Like, come on, come <laughs> no, on. I did. Just that's what, that's exactly waiting. what I did. Because I think like uh, late Friday night, it was like, okay, this is what time it's coming out, apparently. And like I, I calculated that with the help of Google. And it was like 10 a.m. I think is when it dropped. And it was like 9.58, and I was just like, <laughs> yeah, all right, early. come on, refresh, maybe it'll... Refresh, refresh. Yeah. It was an early release. I woke up, and I was like, oh, here it is. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. and I was like refreshing, and then I was like, maybe we'll get an early, like 9, 9.59, <laughs> we'll get it. Um, but no, like right at 10, it was like, and like I popped it up on the, on my TV upstairs, on the big one, and I don't know, I was, I was hooked right away, even just with the scenes in Iceland, or was it Iceland, or... I'm not sure, but it looked like it looked like a lot uh, like uh, Batman Begins yes, when he travels. I too. got that too, definitely. Um, but I was hooked, you know, just like okay, this is where he goes to see Aquaman. We saw that in the um, test footage that they released earlier. I don't know. I had a lot of fun with it, and you know that it's only two minutes of greatness. Whatever two hours <laughs> we're gonna get, yeah, right. So I'm excited personally. Are we talking about quips yet, or should we have everybody just... Yeah, let's do everybody first. Yeah, yeah. Did you... Um, yeah, so I saw it, I, and I told myself I wasn't going to see it. I, I did too. I gave in. Yep. Completely. Yep. Um, I didn't give in at 10 o'clock, but it was about 10.30. <laughs> so, you, made it, you made it like 30 minutes longer than I did. And the reason I probably made it is because my wife and I were getting eye exams yesterday morning, <laughs> and we, we went to Chick-fil-A for breakfast and sat down in there, and I'm like, all right, I can't do it. So I pulled up on the phone, and we both watched it, you know. When you uh, when you sweet. watched it, I had already watched it like 100 uh, right. times. <laughs> exactly. Um, I've watched it a couple times, and yeah, it was it was great, man. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hyped for Aquaman. That's great. I think he's going to be a fun character to, yeah. to watch. What'd your wife think? Is she a big... She loves it, yeah. yeah. I mean, she, um, she obviously... I don't think when she met me, she was into this kind of these movies and all that. But uh, you know, we've been married almost twenty. A lot She's of, like, oh, a lot might of as well, right? Twenty-two years this year, so it's uh, we've seen a bunch, you know. And she loves it. I mean, she liked BVS. She like, you know, she likes the Marvel stuff, nice. the whole thing. That's great. Yeah, she hates Star Wars. That's the one. But <laughs> but does she like Star Trek? 
She does like Star Trek. Okay. Yeah. And she's forgiven. Yeah. yeah, totally forgiven, right? Um, but she did like the new Star Wars, like Force Awakens and all that. Right. And, um, but the old Star Wars she doesn't like? She doesn't like... Not as much. I mean, she likes the original trilogy versus, of course, the prequels. Yeah. But Claire really liked the prequels growing up. And, she, you know, she was like three and four and five. And so she'd watch them a lot. And Jennifer's just like, if I don't ever see Star Wars again, it'll be totally <laughs> fine. You know, so it's just one of those things where kids just rewatch things over and over. Like yeah. I have with the movie Tombstone. You know, it's just always mm-hmm. on somewhere. That reminds me, what did you think of the prequels? They still hold up to you? The prequels of yeah, Star Wars? because you grew up with them, I'm saying. Yeah, I really liked uh, the first one when I was a kid because, like, the colors kind of <laughs> just, like, you know, blinded me the to the terror. Like, this looks great. But, okay, but I was like, yeah, okay, no. I love lightsabers. Like, I love the whole uh, young Obi-Wan aspect. Qui-Gon Jinn was great. Uh, but, I mean, that's Liam Neeson, so he can make any role. Right. Any movie not completely terrible. Um, and like, I like the final battle of Darth Maul. And then I remember for years, I think I couldn't watch the movie again because I don't think I had, the, I don't think I had it. Mm. So I was just like wanting this. I was just like, come on, I just want to watch yeah. the, like the Star Wars that I think is the best one. And then I watched it. I was like, damn it. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> there what have so I many, done? There were so many cool things in the prequels in spots. Right. You know, there really were. I mean, they're not. You can make it one movie. And be I don't good. think they're to be absolutely dismissed. I mean, they're obviously not as good. I think overall in the big mm-hmm. picture, the dialogue, some of the acting, all those things. But the visuals and, you know, you have Darth Maul, Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon Jinn. And, you know, uh, the visuals itself, like I said, they were just insane. You know, the Coruscant, everything there was just super mm-hmm. cool. Uh, Palpatine's office. I almost said that for if I could. Re- oh, really? Yeah. If I could oh, recreate wow. something, with, it would just look sweet. You Here's know my I mean? thing. Why does he have a desk? What the hell does he do with that desk? <laughs> I need a desk, so I'm glad he had it. So if I had to recreate it, uh, you know. <laughs> he he doodles. Yeah. <laughs> but there was a lot of cool stuff, you mm-hmm. know, that I think people just dismiss because of the overall quality. And yeah. I get it, but, you know, I think you have to take some of those pieces and you've got to respect you know, right. some of the do stuff. Do you think they should have just uh, made them animated movies? Do you think that would have been better? Because you know, then they have more free reign to do... Kind of whatever, and there, you don't get the complaint that's like, oh, it's all CGI. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm glad they did it live, but it, it, only because I liked the live look and feel of everything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if they did it animated, number one, it wouldn't have had the wide appeal, I don't think. No. Or at least it wouldn't have reached the amount of people and that sort of, you know. But yeah. And if they did it animated and it went well, would we have The Force, of, uh, the Force Awakens? I mean... Star Wars was a franchise that is always huge. It's a machine and it'll never stop. But from a movie quality standpoint, obviously it went way downhill. So knowing that those three came out and they weren't really well received, would there have been the motivation to try to create something to go off strong? Yeah. You know, who knows? Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the good thing I brought the live action ones that with the CGI, that was just too much. We got more practical effects again. Right. We got a good marriage, I think, between the two. Yeah. And that's how it should be. Right. Marriage. And so many people, you know, <laughs> gripe about Force Awakens being a rehash. You know, I've watched it 10 times and every time I watch it, I have fun with it. You know, it's not I don't get tired of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's there's certain core elements that are similar that kind of take you back. But there's, the differences are so large, you know, I mean... That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to bring in the new fan base. And, and, right. 
and also, keep the old base happy yeah. and let them move forward. And yeah, exactly. I think they did it perfectly. Yeah. You know, then we have a Rogue One that came out that was just un unreal. And it's know. coming out this uh, coming week. I know. It's been out digitally for the last few days and I've been just that close. But I'm gonna to wait for the, it yeah, yeah, I'm gonna wait for the Blu ray. Apparently so. there's an alternate ending. It was something like They all live. Yeah. <laughs> it was something like they were thinking of having um Jin and uh Cassian, and that or, guy, yeah. yeah, like live, and they're trying to think of like all these ways that they could do it. It's like, well, if we're going to this much trouble, it's really not worth it to have them live. She's not so, gonna see him again. Yeah, I mean, unless they pop up somewhere, insert them in Star Wars, <laughs> or just have them do their it. own thing and you know yeah. outer rim type stuff. Rebel well, like thing, I, with how hard that job was, I think it'd be funny to see them pop up like in later movies. Just like, what about uh, that one team that you got to get the Death Star plans, and you just see them look at each other like. Yeah, just leave. Like, nope. It's like, oh, they uh, they all died. I think they became assholes. Like, it was all us. We did it. We did it. But to get back to Justice League, sorry, as a tangent. Yeah, but that was it. interesting. That was good talk. <laughs> I I dug the trailer too. Of course, mm -hmm. uh, everything you guys said. And I 100 percent agree. Now I think uh, we can break down our favorite moments. Yeah. First, I wanted to say it took me a couple of watches to realize this. So I'm not, you know. Vastly intelligent. Ooh, Batman's in it. Wait, what are you going to say? <laughs> yes, thanks. You ruined it. No, the first scene, did it ever occur to you that it was like an interpretation of the Dark Knight? Yeah. Horseback. Yeah. See, I, yeah. it took me a couple of watches, but I was like, that's cool because he was all covered up. Oh, yeah. You really couldn't see him. Very then cool. the reveal. Well, and also it was uh, kind of an illusion or like alternate look from the nightmare because he has the goggles and he's overlooking a landscape oh that's right i didn't even man you're good yeah man i'll just watch it with you next time like this is what they're talking about josh just and then up. and then he'll uh, narrate and then and then they they um nobody really noticed this because you know they were all looking at his goggles and who was under the mask but his balls were out in the shot no probably not <laughs> well then i just ruined the movie. <laughs> Warner like, Brothers. That was, a, that was a good movie, but why were Bruce Wayne's balls out in the middle of the... <laughs> Did Mitch write that bit for you? Yeah, really. <laughs> I'm just going to text him back, don't right. do that again. Even though, even though he's not here, he's here. He's here, he's in, here spirit. in spirit. Yep, that's it. Damn it. But yeah, the scale, looks, awesome. the scale looks huge. Like mm -hmm. I just love how yeah. it's shot. And yeah. it looks like, well, I don't know. I can't say the darkness is completely gone. It looks like they might have lightened it up a little bit, but... There's definitely more humor. The thing, the thing, the thing about that is they never said it was going to be brighter. They said they were going to have a lighter tone, which is definitely there. But like, why? I mean, I don't like. That's that's the biggest uh, problem I've seen people have with it. Is like, it's like, oh, there's a lack of color. It's the Justice League. And it's like, yeah, but even if you watch, if you read some of most of the comics, uh, you know, if you don't read New Frontier, then pretty much all Justice League comics are like kind of that dark. Mm -hmm. Like Justice League War. Yeah, just like the new Fifty Two, that was all dark. That was all that night. Like, what do you? It's almost like they want Super Friends, but then they right. don't yeah. want Super Friends. So it's like, well, just shut up. We'll yeah. just make it make it uh, colorful like the Avengers. It's like, all right, <laughs> and, uh, and all right. Then we'll... They'll complain that it's yeah. like the Avengers. We'll yeah. do that. Oh, it's too colorful like the oh, Avengers. Oh, they're just copying Marvel. Uh. Right. <laughs> they're mad because they can't use that argument that they're copying Marvel. Right. Mm -hmm. now, that's speaking, that's part of it. Speaking of copying, uh, the the scene where Barry and his dad. Um, touch hands on the glass they do that in the flash show too and uh someone someone put this like clip on reddit it's a girl from the x-factor she's like a judge 
and she's a judge along with her husband. And she was like, you, you, uh, the, I, this is a disgrace. You are dressed exactly like my, you copied my husband <laughs> and like all he was, he had uh slick back hair and a, t- and a suit. <laughs> and it was like, Oh yeah. What a jerk. And yeah. she, she threw a hissy fit. So like, that's, you know, people were kind of throwing shade at the flash community. Cause there have been people that are completely against Ezra. Like they hate Ezra Miller. And it's just like, Here's the thing. We could have zero flashes. Right. We have two. Right, exactly. I like that he finally got a haircut. That that was I didn't like I knew he thing. wasn't gonna be like that. Well, right? I hope not, but you couldn't tell because there's that scene where he, he visited Bruce and he had like stuff. Yeah, but that was like, the future. Right. So it, maybe it's like, who cares? We're all gonna die if <laughs> right. I don't care about shaving right now. <laughs> what else did you guys pick up? I like the uh, Aquaman stuff quite a bit, um, and I'm sure a lot of people looked at him as kind of a standout, you know. But he picks up Bruce Wayne and throws him up against a wall, you know. I mean, oh, that was right. just that was awesome, you know. And he's such an intimidating presence, anyway. You know, I think they, yeah, he's blonde in the comics, but you know, big deal. Who cares? I mean, they picked this no, guy he's dirty physically blonde, impo- right, you know. But he's very physically imposing, and I think they nailed it with mm-hmm. with casting him. That was just well, awesome. yeah. I mean, you see that guy with a trident. You're just like, oh, oh yeah, mm, oh, mm. Um, I'm leaving. <laughs> Thanks. Well, he rescues some guy uh, in the ocean, looks like, or maybe he's a fisherman. He's just a fisherman. He yeah. looks, he looks angry towards the guy. He like throws him onto the table. Well, because he's probably, I'm guessing there's probably a scene where he's like, hey, don't go out there because it's really bad. <laughs> and then he goes out there. He's like, okay, well, I have to waste my time now saving you. <laughs> and that's why he, you know, grabs yeah. the breeze like it's on him. Or yeah. maybe he's just killing the. Creatures in the sea. Oh, yeah, that make, too. You know, yeah, be, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And he just comes up and punches him. <laughs> no, he's like he's like a rocker version of Aquaman, which is cool. I, I like it, especially, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that great scene when he jumps on the Batmobile at the oh, end. Oh, man, mm-hmm. that was sweet. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> and <laughs> jumps off. Like, yeah. I mean, people don't understand that Aquaman actually is powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you have that whole... You know, a misconception that you know all he does is talk to fish. Well, it's yeah. a little bit more than well, that. Well, he gets a bad rep know? because of the outfit, and right. you know, they make him look kind of doofy in right. some in a lot of the comics. But they really did. I mean, for lack of a better term, they did him justice in uh, the Justice League yep. animated series. He looked really cool. He lost his arm. He got the harpoon arm, and I was like, "That's awesome." Even Flashpoint, he was a badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he um, still is. I mean, mm-hmm. Jeff Johns actually brought him back. Wrote the Aquaman reboot a few years ago and you know he's he's not to be trifled with you know no. and I think this movie version is going to be another clear example of yeah. that yeah well Johns is in charge now he's yeah. uh you know Wonder Woman is his first movie in charge I believe cannot and, wait mm-hmm. yeah so I, I, have you guys played Injustice I have the first one the Aquaman mm-hmm. yeah that's in that voiced by Phil Lamar yeah and he voiced uh John Stewart Green Lantern Oh, cool. And when I first heard about that, I was like, I don't know, it'd be kind of weird. And he was, was like, sweet. and then he's like, <laughs> you face the mice, the might of Atlantis. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, Sold. cool, I'm good. Yeah. Let's go, let's play. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, it's cool. This Aquaman, whoever uttered the words Aquaman sucks is going to eat it when mm-hmm. they come up. That'll be guy. millions of people <laughs> yeah. that have to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and was... well, it doesn't. That doesn't really negate the fact that like they think a certain version of Aquaman sucks. This Aquaman's awesome, but like. I mean, like I said, they make him look kind of doofy in some of the comics, and that Aquaman right. can. But all of our heroes have looked goofy. At yeah, 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 exactly, right. exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, Batman a... had the like the rainbow colored bat suits at yeah. one point, which yeah. was just a gimmick. Of we all, all of our heroes have had their bad days. Aquaman just has a lot more than most. Sure, right, and and you know a lot of that stuff is 
nobody takes into account the context of the time either. You know, people look at those 60s Batman comics and like, oh, they're campy. Why is Batman and Robin in space fighting an alien? You know, and it's just, it's just, but it, it, it was a product of its time. Yeah, because they're you know? trying to sell you books. Right. And in that microcosm there, I mean, it was awesome back then, mm-hmm. you know, and, and times changed. I mean, 20 years from now, uh, these, they might think the versions of these characters are just completely lame, you right. know, mm-hmm. but, you know, I think I've always tried to approach it that I, I want to put myself in the, in that time frame, you know, in that mindset. Because uh, you get greater enjoyment out of things mm-hmm. when you do that. Sure. You know, when you watch an old movie from the 40s or 50s, you know, and you say, well, God, the CGI sucked. Well, seriously, you know, <laughs> there was no CGI. <laughs> it's, it's people having to do everything they can to make something really yeah. cool. You got to, yeah. yeah, you got to use your imagination in a way like, yeah. okay, put, put myself in the 40s. Yeah. I'm at this because our grandpa right. saw these serials yeah. in the theater. This is my world, so it was a totally different this looks time. Fine to me, right? Well, and, that, and that's like what you guys are saying. I'm glad. That's why I'm glad Zack Snyder gave us like, okay, uh, the Batsuit's going to look like Batman Noel. Uh, it's going to be kind of based off of Dark Knight Returns. Yep. So it's like, okay, I know what kind of Batman I'm getting. I'm not expecting um, Christian Bale Batman. Right. I'm not expecting Michael Keaton. I'm not expecting all that. You know, whatever. I'm not expecting that timeline. I, I'm expecting uh, Dark Knight Returns esque. Right. Of Batman. Yeah. Someone who's so now jaded. I know. Yeah. yeah, now I know cool. where to put my head to where it's like, all right, he's killing. I kind of have a problem with that. But also, let's see why. Right. You know, yeah. he's not just like, oh, my parents are dead. I must avenge them. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if you guys picked up on this. It's like the only problem I had, but I, I understand the movie's not, you know, 100% complete yet. Mm-hmm. They're still working on the CG. Cyborg. No, actually, oh. I, I like Cyborg. I didn't like, uh, and I, I forgot what it's called, but what's that box thing called? Mother box. Yeah. I didn't like, it doesn't look real to me. In, with yeah, the they show. only showed like one shot, so I'm guessing they're still kind of tweaking it. Like I'm forgiving it. You know, I'm not yeah. like, oh, I'm not going to go see this. But yeah, that's it, not the that deal was, breaker, of course. That was yeah. the only thing. It just didn't look like uh, actual, it looked like, you know, like a early CGI rendering, which was fine. And I, yeah. I dug that uh, that shot of his dad looking at the box, because uh, I think the box was reacting to... The, the, the parademon behind him, yeah. yeah. Oh man, parademon mm-hmm. looks so yeah. cool. Cyborg, I thought he looked pretty good, honestly. Yeah, um, he looks so. He looks. He's not. I'm not. I'm not bulky, like. I'm not like 100 on it. Well, okay, and that's and that's another thing. So the people's biggest problem is that like the CGI on him looks like not good, and I'm like, well, I mean, they're still kind of tweaking it. So like, it's still in post production. Give him some time. We have like eight months. Yeah, exactly. chill out. They're comparing to Transformers look. Yeah, guess, and also. I saw one comment that was like, not one black superhero. It's like, superhero? And also, yeah, there is. Anyways. Right. Well, um, in the comics, is it is it the mother box that gives him those abilities? Or is it actually, so humanity does not give him it is. Super- it is. It's the mother box mixed with, it, it depends on, it, again, it depends on what Many you're Many interpretations, reading. yeah. In Justice League War, it was the mix of, I think the mother box and his dad mm-hmm. was like trying to fix him because he... Right. was in that accident so it was it was more the mother box with some like robotic technology well, um yeah. but in this one it looks it looks more well, it looks more like the same because in batman vs superman you saw he had him on that operating table or whatever and it looked like he might, might have had like something inside him oh. to where it was like robotic so i mean we don't know exactly probably a mixture because i think his dad was trying so hard and then mm-hmm, finally right. like i'll get this mother box thing yeah i mean if you look at the mother box itself the way cyborg looks right now he's a clear product of that mother box yeah. the way it looks so 
I can forgive it. And yeah, he can evolve. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that scene where he flies up and he's got that mask that goes over his whole face. Yeah. Did you guys notice that he looks more like Deadshot than Deadshot does? <laughs> he kind of yeah. yeah. It's crazy because he's got like the yeah. The eye. yeah. I'm like, what? Right. Why is it? <laughs> Just do that. Yeah, I did like uh, how he went up. You know, to the moon. You know, in the sky. Yeah. You know, and uh, it kind of reminded me of '89 Batman. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't. I don't know how far they go to try and please. You know, like throw little Easter eggs in here. Right. But oh, there's plenty of stuff. I like, but I liked when he saved the guy, and yeah. I forgot what he said to the dude. But he, he should probably move. He has a very commanding voice. Yeah, I thought and it's really, good. really surprising and good that like we haven't seen this guy before because he's like a stage actor. Right. And this is his first big thing. It's like that's awesome. Yeah, good for him that he's got such a. Such a pivotal role, and he's doing a great job. So, like from what we see, sure. And of course, the the new bat suit. I am uh, less concerned now because at first it looked like it was gonna be all black again. And mm-hmm. I was like, right. man, we just got the perfect suit. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's it's darker gray, but you could argue that the other suit was faded. You know, it was a, it was dark once. Sure. And it was yeah. faded. So I'm kind of relieved by that because I really couldn't tell what color it was. Yeah. It even yeah. blue sometimes, which is weird. The I first think. promotional poster made like the lighting on it made it look kind of different. Um, but we're not without our problems with the bat suit because yes. Warner Brothers, being the company that they are, they did not credit the company who made the bat suit in BVS. So that company obviously was like, okay. Well, we quit. We're not going to do this anymore if you're not going to give us credit. So now we have to revert back to the suit that, like, the entire upper body has to move when he talks to people. Right. Which I hate. That's probably my only problem with the trailer. But it's not even really my problem with the trailer. It's my problem with WB. It's like, it wouldn't have cost you anything to just say costume by studios. Yeah, Honestly, you don't even have to like puff them up or anything. Just if Peter Jackson can thank thousands of fans and the yeah. credits of Lord of the Rings, I mean, you can certainly give credit where credits due to somebody God. who had such a pivotal piece yeah. of the the visual aspect of that movie. So that's how they parted ways. It was because they didn't get credit, and so this whole new suit is not theirs. It's oh boy, yeah. And that's... I don't even know. I don't know if there's like a contract to where. They can't use any of the suits they made because they made the Superman suit and they made the Wonder Woman suit. So maybe they had to like redo the Wonder Woman suit or something. I don't know. I know they added more color to it because if you look at the Wonder Woman movie, it's yeah. you can definitely tell it's got color. And yeah. The BVS was kind of all chrome looking or not chrome, uh, kind of like a bronze looking. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know, but it was, maybe she had it cleaned finally after many, many years. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. That's um, that's too bad. I, I really... Um, <laughs> I mean, I didn't really notice him turn his whole body as much. I'll have to go back and look, but that was it my was, concern when he... I think it was mostly on the rooftop scene at the end when he's talking to Gordon. Well, let's talk about Gordon. Like, to me, that's that's Gordon yeah. I, I want to see. Yeah. Would you guys... I mean, I know it wasn't much of him, but... Still, I mean, you could tell it was Jim Gordon. You know, no one had to say, oh, who's that guy? Yeah. You know, it was obviously commissioned. Like, oh, a big... A big yeah. uh, Big old mustache and a, like a deep voice. Yeah, yeah. That's obviously commissioner. Well, and he's a ripped yeah. Gordon underneath that trench coat. <laughs> right. That, that, that video. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully he doesn't throw down. Well, if he's like a criminal, like an average guy, he punches yeah. him or something. But he's, I don't secret, want he's him, secretly Bane. I don't right. want him part of the Justice League. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> he just punches. He'll probably. I mean, he'll probably like punch a parademon or something. Well, he was Batman at one point in the New Fifty Two. Oh yeah. Well, J.K. Simmons. Going, they could. Or, oh, Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Right. That's how you got the part. Like, oh wait. Yep. <laughs> Put them together. Uh, also, of course, the awesome cover of the Beatles "Come Together" song. That was interesting. It was, yeah, it was a cool. Was that, that was neat. Was that Aerosmith who covered uh, it? I think it. I don't think I don't so. Know. They're broken up. I don't think it's them, unless it's from years ago. I think it is from years ago. Yeah, because they did that version a long time That's ago. That's a good version. Yeah. I, I never. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever heard it. But I loved when they revealed that song, and uh, looks like uh, Batman's in that spider vehicle they're the talking night, about. The Nightcrawler. Yeah. Yeah, and he goes, "My turn." And I was yeah. like, "Whoa." Yeah, because he because it's his turn to save uh, Wonder Woman. Because in the last one, she saved him. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And, well, and I love the cowl, but it almost looks like I can definitely tell who that is. I don't know. Did you see? Did it seem like it was really like you could tell it was Ben Affleck's face, kind of? Mm, just I mean, more or less, but not. I wasn't like, oh, that's too distracting. I was kind no, of just like, no. eh, well, whatever. I mean, it's cool. It had more detail, but I was just like. In real life or in the universe, like, oh, hi, Bruce. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> Batman. Yeah. Who's Bruce? Right. My parents, I mean, his parents are dead. Well, like, Wonder Woman drop kicking the banker. I mean, it's not a banker, but she was, it looked like she was on a bank or something. I, I think they could have done more for her than just like a sweeping leg kick. Maybe, they, maybe they're doing it intentionally because her movie's coming. And it's right. like, you're going to get oh, so yeah. much of uh, her. Yeah, like, that's yeah. true. We, we don't need to oversell that, mm-hmm. but. Who knows? I love seeing Flash in the Speed Force, though. That was awesome. That was great. I love how he's like stretching, kind of, and he does that, like you know, and he's he's up on the rooftop, and he he has like oh a, yeah, that was kind of like an Ollie, that was like a Wally West yeah. um, homage because like in the is it Rebirth, he does like the sliding stop. To yeah, where, like a lot the same of times, pose. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. That was pretty cool, and yeah, they can uh, as as cool as the shows portrayed the the Speed Force or. You know, uh, the special effects, like, man, they really take it up a level mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. Like, it's really cool. And it looks like it was a bigger budget. I yeah. mean, that's oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I like the suit, too. I mean, yeah. I wasn't 100% on board when they said we're going to go with the armored suit, like, Injustice, sort of. Mm-hmm. And I was right. like, I don't know. But, I, but it's it's I like cool it. now, like, hearing them explain it. It's, well, I, like, you've, you've heard it's, like, from NASA. But also there's, like, wires to keep the electricity in and to right. allow him to, like, you know, use it more. And also, when he's running, like one of the first shots where he's running, he like does this weird thing with his arm. I, I think he might be throwing lightning because like he can yeah, do that. That's cool. So if he does that, I might lose my mind. But you know, and I, for those people that are complaining about you know him as Flash and you know why can't it be Grant Gustin? Um, Grant, yeah. I mean, who again? He's so amazing. Yeah. You know? um, but those for people need world. to re- right. But those all people also need to realize that if they used him, and they absolutely could, because I think he'd totally fit in perfectly. Mm-hmm. But that'd mean we'd probably lose a Flash TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or... At least for a while. At least for a while. Or even if we didn't, how long until Grant's tired of just being the Flash and that's yeah. it? Yeah. You know, so, so I mean, they, they need to remember those kinds of things that, you know, because initially I'm like, oh, he'd be great in that role, you know, and but at the same time, you have to think about those other pieces, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to lose something that you like. Sure. Yeah. You know, you're arguing for this guy who you love. Well, you're going to take him out of what you love and you might lose it completely. Mm-hmm. And then you only get to see him once every three years, you know? Yeah, right. Exactly. That's not what I want. We have two flashes, people. Right. <laughs> Enjoy them both. They're both going to be awesome. That's that's way that's a whole, you know, whole flash more than we had in the 90s. Oh, yeah. I don't want to say it, but I really feel like this movie is going to break the mold. Uh, Wonder Woman will probably do it first, but mm-hmm. I really think they got something here yeah. that's going to... Yeah. Well, actually, if if technically we have like five flashes, 
because we have in the show, like we have the movie, and then we have the show, right. and we have Kid Flash, then we have Jesse Quick, then we have Jay Garrick. Yeah, we have a lot more than fire. <laughs> There's a lot of flashes. Yeah, we're doing fine. Yeah, we're getting flashed a lot. <laughs> my only my only question after seeing this trailer is mm-hmm. is it November yet? <laughs> right. I can't Jeez. believe we gotta wait. Yeah. Oh my god, but it'll be here before you know it. Yeah. I have to live till then. <laughs> Thankfully we have, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, but then you got Star Wars the next month, so you have I know. to live till then. Right. They keep doing this to me with their movies. <laughs> so I've been on life support for nine years. They're bringing years you now. back. Right, yeah. That's cool. Oh man. That's awesome. Also the I'm rich line. That yeah, was that funny. Was, was I great. liked it. I thought that was really good. Yeah, that yeah. was really good. And I think they kind of took that off some uh, comedians or uh, other critics who, you know, yeah. they said, what's what's his power? He's oh, I'm rich. sure, yeah. But right. I like that. It's kind of like, yeah, we get it. And, yeah. and, you know, by him saying that, that's not to discount what you know Batman truly mm-hmm. is. You know, I mean, he's gone through years of training and training mm-hmm. and training before he even became Batman. I mean, he's easily the most... He's, he's the most human living weapon there is that mm-hmm. doesn't have a power yeah you know so i mean i thought that was a great line for him to be able to just say it dismissively like oh yeah like i've done nothing else here yeah i'm yeah. rich you know <laughs> right. I mean, it was cool someone edited that on like instagram or something was like what are your superpowers again it's just like my parents are dead <laughs> <laughs> nice also did you guys catch like all the like comic and tv homages that they did like um when batman swinging like through, oh, it looks like yeah. uh, detect- the first Detective Comics that he's in, dude. I caves loved flapping. That. that was so cool. Is that the first yeah. first shot they show him like go fall uh, like go down to the tunnel, whatever it was? No, it's he's got he's got the tactical suit on, so he's got like the okay. the goggles, and he's like swinging, and he like swoops in, like throws that bomb at the oh, parademon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was but so if you pause sweet. it, it looks like that. It kind of looks like yeah. that scene in uh, Detective. Com- was it twenty seven? Is that his first appearance? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and wow. then, and then when they're showing like the lineup, there's like that sunset in the background or yeah. whatever. It's kind of like, have you seen the Justice League animated series? The opening is you just see the silhouettes walking up behind like a, a, a sunset. Right. Okay, okay. So people were like, oh, that's what it is. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> Zack Snyder, you bastard. I also look at it as the representation of Superman. You know he's not on that poster. Mm-hmm. We know he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. How does he come back? And we got to. There's the sun. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. well, and people have, have uh, morphed that with like Jor-El's uh, speech to him. I just remembered, uh, you know, how, how they're doing those individual trailers in the pictures and the posters, or whatever. <laughs> that Superman's coffin. coffin. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> At first, I was like. Nah, they wouldn't do that. No, Come no. on, this gotta be fan edited. That's hilarious. Yeah. I really want. I know this isn't gonna happen, but I think it'd be cool. Um, because you saw Lois Lane, like looking up at whatever, and uh, maybe like before you even see him, there's like two kids right in front of Lois. Like they're like walking on the street, then they see something like flying, and uh, it's like a little girl, and she's like, she's like, it's a bird, and then the kids and then their brother's like, no, stupid, it's a plane, and yeah. Lois kneels down to talk to the kids, like get on their level. Almost alluding to the fact that we can be kids too, and right. in wow. the audience, You're going deep, man, and yeah, cool. and then she just whispers, "No," yeah. and then you see, "Oh, that'd be sweet." Boy, the WB people are going to come to the house any minute now. <laughs> right? You stole our idea. Yeah, That's but then cool. they're going to tweak it to where he just destroys every building <laughs> right. within like a three mile radius. <laughs> Thousands dead. No, the kids will be like, after the buildings get destroyed, oh, no, that's Superman. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> Please don't snap our necks, Superman. Yeah. Not like Zod. 
The one thing that didn't make an appearance was the Steppenwolf. Well, not that, but I'm oh. talking about beforehand. They that showed bat. the bat suit with the white symbol. I think that was purely promotion, like poster, like okay. exclusive. So it's not real. I don't think so. I, I hope I, not. Because like I, from I was like from what? what it looked like, it looked like a like almost silhouette. It's like well, you won't be able to see the bat symbol. If true, it did was you see that it, dark. Steve? I didn't see that one. Yeah, it's, it's not that uh, great. No, but uh, I mean. <clears throat> kind of dig it but i am so on this gray suit with the thing bat, right with now the black symbol i want to have fun with it some yeah more, you know yeah and we got to see more in the suicide squad which is great mm-hmm. i just love that suit and I, it really uh, maybe man. they'll do the superman 2 thing where he throws the oh no <laughs> the symbol oh, at that guy. Ah. oh no he'd be like oh it's dark in here i got a light boom <laughs> i don't know can i keep this oh. <laughs> Yeah, I did Thank like the, this. No, yeah, yeah. I did like the Flash saying, "You're Batman." You're the Batman. Yeah, so I'm just like. Oh, well, I I, I liked it even more. They said, "You're the Batman." Right. That that I love the Batman. Whenever they use it in the comics, because that just makes him like, like you're like the Wolverine. Right. It's more yeah. mythical than yeah. just hey, what's up, Batman? You know, like that's just the mm-hmm. name. His you're name the, only. You're the Batman. You're the creature of the night. Yeah, exactly. It's awesome. And like Cyborg, I didn't think you were real. It's like I thought. I thought you were just some creature right, that yeah. like I'm real when I need to be. Yeah, something like that. Oh, yeah. uh, I threw my neck out. Right. Yeah. It almost looks like his voice modulator has gone too. It, like, yeah, people were saying that too because he was talking I, I to Jim. Like modulator, but whatever. I think it. I think it's still there. Yeah. But also, like they still might be tweaking it. It's still in post production. Yeah. So like that. That's I for, know. as of right now. That's going to be my go to thing. Is like, well, they're still fixing stuff. That's Even right. you know Batman Arkham Knight, they were fixing stuff. I don't want uh, months into. Oh right, right. And there's a lot of times where things you see in the trailer don't even make it in the movie. Oh, Rogue sure. One's yeah, yeah. a huge example of that. Yeah. You know, so I mean, right. You yeah. know, who knows what? Long we'll as get. we don't get chain smoking Batman back, I'm okay. <laughs> just, <laughs> right. Ugh, that's the only. Uh, I just lost my voice. <laughs> I like the. No, it sounds good. I swear to God. Swear to me. <laughs> <laughs> I like Batman Begins voice, but I didn't. After that, he's like. <laughs> Like, yeah, the Dark Knight. We need to go deeper. As great as the Dark Knight was, that was the one thing where I'm like, no, no, <laughs> stop it, nope, stop it. Yeah, because Bale's just being in like, I'm a, I'm a bat, intense. <laughs> yeah. I saw, I saw one uh, where Batman meets Barry Allen, and he was like, we should. He's like, uh, what should we call the the team? He's like, well, we all want justice. And Barry was like, and I was on a little league team when I was a kid. <laughs> and he was like, wait, what did you say? He's like, little league. And he's like, that's it. And he says, little justice. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's great. Anything else we want to talk about the trailer? No, nah, good. kind of beat a dead horse. Right. Yeah, no, it's all right. Uh, one more thing to beat. Uh, no. Batman 89 verse. There's talk that, you know, since the Batman Return of the Cape Crusaders came out, which was oh, a nice homage to the 60s. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I even thought that would be cool to see, like, pick up these other batmans that were you know people wanted to see more of before you know, right. batman forever came along and all that mm-hmm. apparently back in 2015 because uh, you know the the 66 batman comic series came out before this movie right. did they wanted they pitched a 89 verse comic series yeah and it got denied but after the escape crusader movie a lot of people were wondering could they do this with the 89 batman yeah extend that universe you know give us the burton verse if you were you know bring back uh, the voices because you know they're they're all old now you're never right. going to see them be those characters again because right. warner brothers is a whole new direction here but wouldn't it be amazing to hear keaton as batman again mm-hmm. i would love to see that it'd be cool 
And you can you have Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. I mean, everybody. You can have everybody come back. Uh, not Nicholson, because Joker's dead. Unless they right. clone him. Not DeVito. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, Danny DeVito! <laughs> Danny DeVito. <laughs> the whores, Charlie! I think he would have been uh, okay Penguin if he didn't look so, you know... Mayor? Gross. Yeah. If he didn't run for mayor? Yeah. And eat that fish. That was disgusting. <laughs> and Billy D. Williams, of course, is Two-Face. I mean, we got a glimpse of that in the Batman Lego movie. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. Yeah. But, yeah, that would be really interesting. And some people even thought, well, maybe Nicolas Cage's Superman can make a cameo because that was going to be a Burton-verse movie. That one can stay. No, thank yeah. you. Well, have you Hard pass. seen the Superman Started movies? watching it, yeah. Did you? Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's an interesting movie. Yeah. I do not want Nicolas Cage voice anywhere near no. a superhero. No, 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 no. Yeah. Well, man, can you imagine Christopher Reeves? But they couldn't do that. Maybe his son could do it. I don't know. I don't know. Or they could, they could... Brandon you know. Routh. Oh, yeah. yeah of course. Be cool. yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool. sweet. I, but I, still I, make it look like Christopher Reeves. Right. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because, exactly. I mean, cool. he nailed it. I mean, the mm-hmm. voice, the whole... I mean, that was almost eerie watching him play Clark <laughs> yeah, Kent, you know, right. and that in Superman Returns. I did mean, you did you see the '66 Batman movie? Yes, and um, I read the comic, mm-hmm. and it's so phenomenal. I mean, it is really high quality stuff, and you know they can do a lot more in that comic with the spirit of the '66 Batman mm-hmm. than you could film. You know, so I mean, right. that's what's cool about it. You know, like in you know Star Wars Clone Wars, you could do so much more than you could oh, yeah. live action. Um, I think they do like crossovers sweet. too. Like they do sixty six meets Man from Uncle, Green Hornet, Hornet. Green yeah. Hornet, um, Star Trek. They do Star Trek. No, okay, not yet. No, that was Green Lantern. Green Lantern, Star Trek. Yeah. Okay. Well, the latest issue was just out this week. I can't oh, wait to read it. Sweet. They even did like a never a lost episode. They couldn't film the Two Face. Yeah. Because oh, really? It was so grotesque to right. show. I think. <laughs> False face might have took its place. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. No face. Egghead. Butt right. face. So uh, on Assy McGee. Yeah. <laughs> on the Keaton Batman, I saw the sequel to the the Keaton Batman, and it was Michael Keaton as Batman. If you follow him on Instagram, there's this picture of Putin looking at some bat symbol on a floor, mm-hmm. and Michael Keaton's caption. That's right. Take a good hard look. Don't make me put the suit back on. Oh, sweet. That's cool. I thought that was like the funniest thing I'd seen in a long oh, time. that is cool. But, uh, that was sweet. That's awesome. Man, I would love to just see him voice the, at least voice uh, the suit or the Batman again. Oh, man. He's just so one awesome. of those I think they should go. I think when they animate his face, they should go over the top on the lips. Because <laughs> if you watch those movies, they're very distracting. That's right. Because you're like, <laughs> Michael is, Keaton's lips when he's in the bat suit, oh, really? they're like so big. It's just it's like oh, Michael. I think that's where girls got the duck face idea for <laughs> selfies. But. I do have a, a question regarding this? Uh, do you have any uh, want for any failed projects you've heard of before to be animated? Not really. No. No. I mean, if it's failed, it's probably failed for a good reason, right? Not and, just like oh, there's no money in it. Yeah. Well, I guess I mean like if you. You know, whatever franchise you liked in the past. That got canceled. It just went off the deep end. But A-Team. <laughs> the A-Team animated movie. series. No, are we talking about animated series? Yeah, like oh, in, this, in this format. In this oh, okay. format. Like, you know, since, because, you know, it's like basically old franchises that had a revision. But you take the old, the original idea, the, the actors, mm-hmm. and you can animate them because obviously they can't reprise those roles. Yeah. Like, is there anything out there you could think of? Like, I would love to see if they would have continued, you know, like let's say singers X-Men three or something like that. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean, 
Um, yeah. Singer's uh, <clears throat> Phoenix Saga, even yeah. though he kind of did that in uh, Apocalypse. I can't think of anything. I feel like everything I wanted to see mm-hmm. is probably there. I do want to see 89 verse, though. Yeah. This is yeah. definitely what I want to see. Yeah. And, I mean, hell, you could do a Christopher Reeve Superman movie almost. Uh, right. You know, if, if Donner stayed on. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. yeah, and they weren't far enough apart where you could, you know, mix the '89 verse with the super, you know, Christopher, Christopher Reeve Superman. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be, absolutely, that'd be yeah. pretty sweet. Hopefully, more to come on that. I, I'm, I'm psyched. I, I would think that that Kate Crusader movie would definitely spark Warner Brothers' interest. Like, oh yeah, we could just try this other thing. Right, it would sell. I know it would, especially the replicate the whole u- universe. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. you could honestly just like, because they didn't show too much in the. In the first movie, but also you could kind of just go off of the animated series and like base it off of that because like that that universe was pretty cool. It didn't try to be what it wasn't. It was just like it's kind of a dark place. Uh, a lot of crime happens, but yeah. it's also like there's there's some higher up like places like fancy places, and that's where most of the crime happens. You could even bring Vicky Vale back if you wanted to, right? Yeah, Basinger, you know, yes, yeah. a lot of potential there. So I, I hope to see more on that. Terminator news. Arnold said he was out, I guess. Oh. And then they said the franchise was dead, and I was kind of like relieved. And then, <laughs> right. And then David uh, Elson, CEO of Paramount Skydance Media Production, he quickly announced, uh, I think he got with Collider and talked about this. Uh, they are moving forward, and there's going to be a big announcement soon. They're basically going to pick up after T2. Uh, <laughs> so they kind of are doing what Genesis was trying to do. <laughs> Um, what it did like a year and a half ago or whatever. Yeah. Um, Jeez. So you personally, do you want more or do you think, or I'm sorry, do you want more? Do you think more uh, people want more or you think people are just kind of done with this franchise? I'm done with it. Yeah. And I loved it, you know, way back in the day. And, and then watching all the attempts to restore its awesomeness Yeah, and then watch every one of those attempts fall flat yeah i think it's time to just put the ice on it exactly i mean i don't i don't see a huge demand it sounded like we want more terminator it's just like yeah t2 was amazing yeah uh, it was t- genesis both the first one and second one were just so yeah. great yeah leave it genesis was okay i mean salvation was a kind of a one-off like it I'm kind of glad it didn't turn into a bigger right. universe i'd entertain a thought if james cameron was involved you know, right. it was his baby to begin with. Yeah. If he had some sort of involvement with it, you know, I'd I'd take a look at it. But uh, as of right now, I'm not watching that stuff. I just, I just wish it's because they lost all that momentum. T2 was so mm-hmm. up there and then they waited several years, maybe 10 years or so. It was a long time before they did the third one, which is really a rehash mm-hmm. like that. To me, that's the worst one. Yeah, I, I just I tried rewatching it a couple years ago. I couldn't. It was yeah. just. It was awful. It was like, hey, remember this scene? We're going to do it again. Yeah. But we're going to put a little spin on it. I did like Salvation. I didn't, I mean, I didn't love it, but I kind of liked the direction they were going. They were giving you the war finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except I heard the other sequels to Salvation were going to be time travel based again. Like, they just, yeah. uh, that concept's just kind of. Uh, hey, gen- hey, we're tying into the first movie. Right. No, we don't need to see that again. Well, we already saw was, it. Genesis was all over the place with yeah. the time travel thing. Well, I and mean, Salvation was, was very watchable, but yeah. it was also not memorable. Yeah. You know, you watch and you're like, eh, this ain't terrible. But, you know, you just, it mm. didn't go off the charts awesome mm. like T2 did or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess. It had Sam Worthington, who everybody thought 
was going to be like this huge deal. Yeah, I did. He had. I did too. Like I was really excited to see him and stuff. I was like, he should be Captain America. But he kept taking, like he kept getting really bad things. Like he got Clash of the Titans, Wrath of the Titans, Avatar. Like, I... Sorry if you guys like Avatar. Crapitar. The more I watch it, I'm just like, I don't, I can't do this. It doesn't hold up. No. That's why it bothers me is Cameron's got so much passion for more sequels to Avatar. It's like, you didn't do that for Terminator. Like, I hope, I hope all we're hearing is just like, oh, Avatar, there's going to be so much more. And then it just never happens. I don't think it's going to. I really don't. <laughs> that's what I, that's a perfect world for me. <laughs> it just it yeah. never happens. Yeah. plans to make all these sequels, but they're pushing to 2018 now. And. I just well, and everybody thought like when it came. When did it come out? Like 2012, something like that. A lot earlier than that. Was it 2009? Something. I think yeah, it might have been that. And like, and then I remember like a year later, people were like, "Oh, he's gonna." There's a new one coming out later this year, and there's gonna be a lot of sequels. I was like, "No." Yeah, he wants to make like four or five sequels. He said, "Like," but just the fact that everybody was just it was just like, "Oh, it's coming out later this year." It's like, nope. Do you know how long that is going to take to make? Yeah, exactly. A long time. I'm sure Sam Worthington's like, I'm ready anytime, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we're going to go with a different character. Ah! <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> they kill his character off in the first five minutes. <laughs> Calls him every day. Jim, how are we doing? I think 2018 now. Fuck. <laughs> Nothing. I'm not worth a ton anymore. So Worthington. Like- Damn it. <laughs> it seems like most of us are pretty much ranking our favorites with one and two, and then after that they just kind of yeah. nosedive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I think I, I still think I'd put three at the three at the last. It just I don't want to I want to put it anywhere. Just ignore it. I'll put it in a fire <laughs> for real. Well, I got my DVD. I can give to you on the way out. <laughs> All right, I'll throw it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like we're on to comic news. <gasps> yeah. So. um New comics came out last week. That's all I have. Awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> great, all right, see you guys great. next week. Bye. So, um, you know, there's a lot of good stuff, but there's one thing in particular I kind of want to hit on, and that is the latest issue of Action Comics. So this wraps up a four-part storyline with uh, Mr. Mizzle, you know, whatever. Mix, mix a spit lick. Right, yeah. Oh, I guess so. Cool. Um, Gilbert Gottfried. And so what happens is... You know, he's got uh, Superman and Lois in this kind of alternate dimension type thing. And um, Superboy, the challenge was to Superboy to be able to save them or do something. And then, you know, Mr. You know, whatever would fix it. Well, he gave him back Lois and and, uh, Superman. But it was a new 52, Lois and Superman. So Superboy was able to use some power that was just still out there in this dimensional rift. To combine Lois and Superman with the mm. classic Lois and Superman with all the memories intact. Oh. And this did is they going call, to... Did they refer to them as New 52, Lois? They don't call it New 52, but you, but you know. I mean, mm. it's the New 52 outfit. They weren't a couple. They didn't have a kid. Oh. All that stuff. So um, the, the talk is this was not promoted like some big, giant, huge shift. But it made a huge ripple in the DC universe yeah. to where is that going to happen? And then they really alluded to Dr. Manhattan huge in this one by calling him, you know, like a he and a him and all that stuff. And the last scene was just showing Mars, you know, and on, Ooh, you know, wow. there he was on at the end of Watchmen, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's uh, I'm telling you, um, it was really sweet. Uh, and then the Mr. Oz character, he says, you know, uh, love you know between the family can really conquer all 
for them and those connected to them, twin realities are now united as one. Yet questions remain, is it over or is there more? Considering what's been set in motion and the forces behind it, there's Mars, is it Superman that has a final say or is it him? <laughs> Shit's starting to get real in the uh, DC universe. Jeez, you I know? guess so. Um, so pretty cool explanation if you want to tie those things together and make a universe where the new 52 events happened mm. and your post-crisis pre-flashpoint stuff happened so that was uh wow you talk and, and you know what i didn't pick this up until i saw someone mention this and i'm like all right i'm buying this thing right now <laughs> i read it this morning you know and yeah. i was just like that's huge that's awesome yeah. this will have to impact everything sure. yeah. and yeah. and knowing that the uh, dc or the batman flash piece is coming up where they're it's just uh it's starting to come to a head and um wow. a lot of cool things coming up i think nice. and you know one other uh piece of news ethan murphy's got a new project coming out um Great. and i talked to him last week and i think we'll have him probably back on here in the next couple of weeks so sure. we can talk about his new uh his new comic awesome. nice. uh, i saw Great. some of the artwork for it it looks pretty neat so, awesome it's fantastic yeah. but that's uh that's primarily it I've, of course i've got my normal stuff i've been reading uh the new green lantern or hal jordan and the green lantern Corps came out last week and then uh the new green lantern star trek I think issue four maybe came out. So I'm, uh, I haven't read those yet, but, uh, that will be done here in awesome. the next two hours. So <laughs> awesome. that's great. That's basically, I mean, there's obviously there's hundreds of comics come out every week, but, uh, I mean, I really think that Superman story was, was a big deal. Oh, sure. You know, yeah. And it's going to become a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. neat. That is neat. That'll please a lot of fans. Yeah. I, I believe game news and justice has been having some, like reveals for oh, some yeah. characters. So great. It looks really good. <laughs> they just finished the Injustice comic or the second Injustice comic book. It retold the uh, game story from mm-hmm. the point of view of Harley Quinn. That was really cool to read because she did a lot more than just like what you saw in the game. Uh, and now they're, I think they're teasing to the new comic, the Injustice 2, that's mm-hmm. going to go along with the game. So that'll be exciting. I don't really, I'm still not really 100% sure on what the storyline is. Because it seems like they're changing some stuff, so I don't know if there's like a if Brainiac changes some part of the reality. Because he said like let's see if the lines are redrawn. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to read. Destiny's Age of Triumph comes out here pretty pretty quick, and it's basically the last hurrah before Destiny Two comes out. So I know Zach and I are mega excited for it. Oh, uh, they're updating the old raids from year <laughs> one and year two to current difficulty capabilities because. Oh, wow. You got to the point, and, and raids are a six-person thing, you know, that are supposed to be the hardest content in the whole game. It got to the point for the year two raid, me and a buddy, we would two-man it and finish it, no oh, problem, right, yeah. you know. And we would do it, you know, uh, it was it was easier than some of the actual hard strikes that are on the game <laughs> nowadays. But yeah. uh, So they're updating all those things, and, you know, if you're a fan of Destiny at all, they're bringing back a lot of the old classic weapons. So it's a... Uh, you know, this is kind of the last big push for the original Destiny game, and and then um, Destiny Two will arrive. And you know, Destiny is you know if you want to call it Destiny One, you know it's been chunked in different parts. You know, you had you had the first thing that came out. Uh, you had uh, what three or four expansions since then of stuff that added on to it. So it's uh, it's been awesome. You know, some people are it's a very divided community. You know, some people didn't like the fact that you know they. You have to pay for more and pay for more and pay for more. Otherwise, your content's kind of irrelevant or you're stuck just in a certain spot. Yeah. 
But, you know, that's that's the state of the gaming industry almost anymore, especially for a massive online world like Destiny. You know, it's either expand or, you know, play something else. Well, because I don't know if you have people who haven't expanded, can they still play with you online? They can, but they can only do X amount of activities. Okay. Mm. So if, if you go back and do some of those classic things, yes, they can. Um, played with a friend recently who hadn't gotten the expansion and we were able to do a few old things. And one of the new things came up and it says not everyone in this party has the appropriate content or whatever the message sure. is. Um, so, you know, you get that warning or you get the, uh, you know, little box that says, sorry, pay some money. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, it's it's been an awesome game. So, like, based off all the expansions they've come out with, because there's been several, yeah. right? If, let's say, you didn't expand any time except maybe the latest one, does that update you entirely, or do you have to go back and buy every single expansion? The latest one, I think they have that bundle to where it would include everything. That's cool. And quite honestly, if you're not wanting to do it right away, wait six months. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and that that stuff goes down in price so sure. yeah. huge. But you know, it's also a thing that it's also a game where you don't really play it once every six months. You're either pretty much a dedicated player to it. Since that game's come out, I haven't finished a game or even played halfway through a new game since. <laughs> um, it's a life drainer, you know. And I'm glad I played Skyrim before I played Destiny because you know that was the life drainer <laughs> before Destiny. So it's a, uh, um, but it's it's a nice break right now since Destiny has been low on content recently after the age of iron now that you know like zach and i we finished that stuff in a few days and then we got <laughs> we got our light level up to 400 which is the maximum on all three characters you know and so basically we're just for the last few weeks we've just been tinking around helping other people get their levels up but now with this new content it's gonna be fun so you're nice. like coaching them in character like well yeah we um um we'll take people out on a strike you know and uh, uh you know if they're a lower level you know, we just kind of let them know that, you know, hey, the way you get up to a 400, because at some point, you know, the gear you get caps out at like 385 and 390. So how do I get to 400? You know, it's always a race to the maximum light level. Well, you can do it by raids um, or the uh, Trials of Osiris multiplayer. Or if you don't want to do those things because, A, they're super hard. B, it's hard to get six people in for raids that are good and communicate well. And Trials of Osiris is extremely competitive, hard multiplayer. You can do it through strikes. And so, you know, we'll take people on strikes. At the end, is the, they have a chest. And sometimes you get what's called a skeleton key. And if it drops, you can open up a chest. And it gives you higher gear. And it just inches you up. Cool. So it's a slower process. Hmm. But it's one way, you know, if uh, you play that game and you're like, God, I, I can't get to 400. Keep doing strikes. Sure, sure. And, you know, don't... You have three characters on Destiny that you can have. Don't focus on all three at once. Focus on one. Get it to 400. Because then once you're at 400, all those cool things that drop, drop at level 400. And you can take those and put them on your other characters. That's you know, cool. I mean, I took my 300, like 340 Titan. And he was a 400 in two days. Because I was starting to use gear <laughs> from my other character. And I had so much of it left over that I could share it between the other characters. Oh, and wow. so then... Boom. You have instant 400 characters. But, you know, I've seen people that just, you know, well, I got my Warlock to 365. My Hunter's at 360. So I'll play him for a while. Just stop. That's stupid. <laughs> so, you know, focus on one. Spread the love. But uh, the best part is the new content is coming, or at least the new upgrades and, and things like that. And uh, 
Uh, it'll be a lot of fun until Destiny 2, which is slated for later this year, maybe. Really? I think, or early next year. Um, they already let out a teaser image for it. And all it is is just, you know, some artwork. You know, it's really nothing at this point. But, uh, hmm. you know, that's a... That's uh, some big news this week for That's games. Cool. So. You're probably going to take a week off when that drops. You know what? It <laughs> comes out, I think, this Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, and the last time Zach and I have each taken days off for the content, we're not doing it this time. Um, we're just going to... Because then we finish it so early. Yeah. Oh, sure. You know, yeah. I mean, we played through the entire new story piece in that same day. <laughs> and we're done. Because we did like a six, eight hour marathon of Destiny. and But Destiny um, 2, you'll probably take time. Destiny 2, I am taking time. <laughs> I might take a few days on this one. You know, like do a Friday, Monday. Mm-hmm. So that way I have my whole weekend oh, yeah. uh, and, you know, two days to just screw around. But <laughs> we'll see what happens. Be but, a, yeah. in a caffeine coma. Yeah, you get no one will. I will not do the show that weekend. I, no one's going to hear from me at all. <laughs> we'll call them. Yeah, they, they may have to get me. I told you not to call. <laughs> If there's my wife so doesn't much. bring me food, I'll probably die, you know, at some point. So it'll be awesome. You're like, there's so much blood. No, you, can go, you can go a few weeks without food. You can go a few, yeah. And I could probably go even further. So, you know, <laughs> we'll see. What do you usually drink to keep you alert? When you, you know, play? at my age, there's really not a lot you can drink to keep you alert. Um, Death. Oh, right. no, I don't want to drink that. Well, like last night, Zach and I played, uh, uh, and our friend Alexa, she uh, she was with us. And we played till maybe midnight, something like that. And... Uh, I don't know. I just get tired. Zach gets <laughs> tired. You know, he's a he's a quote unquote single dad. You know, and sure, I I don't play. If I do marathon it, it's daytime. You know, um, I've played before. You know, like one to nine or you know at night, just depending on what what's going on. Yeah. Because when the game first came out, I was the butt of a few jokes because we were doing a raid, and we were low low level characters. This is this is when it was at at absolute hardest. You know, and. We were doing the raid and doing it over, and we were taking like four or five hours. And I woke up, and there I am at the start of the raid <laughs> point, and everybody's gone. You know, it's like four in the morning. You know, so I still get teased about falling asleep during raids. But uh, it was Zach has done it before as well, so yeah. you know he gets the same amount of grub. It's dedication, it's yeah, dedication. and it's fun. You know, I mean, it's it's like anything else. It's what you make of it. Sure. You know, and a lot of people complain about the sparse content. You know, that you have to pay for and you know, Destiny doesn't turn out to be a $60 game. It turns out to be a $200 game. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's over time, you know. And um, sure, I don't mind that stuff. I think it's fun. It's a great way to make new friends. And, you know, Zach and I have made a lot of friends, you know, that we that don't even live near us that we still talk to all the time and play other games together. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a nice way to bring people together. I hope that Sony and Microsoft can get together with that cross-gaming oh, platform. cross-platform. So two drops, no, maybe man. I can join you, but... Be Unless amazing. they win the lottery, I'll buy an Xbox. There you go. And then <laughs> just Destiny. That's right. Buy, that's yeah. all you need it for. Right. You won't be playing anything else if you get into Destiny. <laughs> I can tell you that. Yeah, I'll be like, uh, kids, go to bed. Right. It's like, it's two. Go to bed. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. So uh, moving into TV news, we're going to talk about the Supergirl Flash. Yeah. That happened. Uh, what were your thoughts, Joe? I really liked it. I, you know, everybody was saying it could be the end of the shows. It could be terrible. <laughs> right. I thought it was pretty cool. It was a good premise. It wasn't just like it wasn't a pointless musical. It was like okay, they have to they have to perform or else they die in or whatever. Like something goes wrong. The music meister was a really good villain. I liked the Glee reunion they did there. Yeah. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. The song at the end was really made me more emotional than I thought it would. Like, cause do you care if I? Split. I bet it. Uh, he proposed to Iris for real this time. Oh, nice. 
So it was cool. It was it was really cool to watch. But then at the end, he goes back in time and changes things again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He kills his own mother. Right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he kills himself for changing everything all the goddamn time. <laughs> Gosh. Barry! <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed the episode, too. And uh, it was it's kind of cool that uh, my, my girls were in, in, intrigued by it because there's a lot of yeah. singing. And it's really good singing. It's not, mm-hmm. like, very campy. It's, right. You could tell they were definitely lip lip singing, but that was their that was their vocals though. Yeah, no, yeah. that was that was all them. I could tell yeah. those guys could sing. That's a mm-hmm. cool thing, you know. So well, and um, I don't know if uh, Win from Supergirl was mm-hmm. in. Do you watch Supergirl? Yeah. Win was in there, and he sang um, Cisco. I don't know if like these were all their voices, yeah, but see, they sounded really good. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but I and I don't know why they would go to the trouble of like making two extra voices. I'm sure they were like, okay, who can sing? And right. they were like, oh, we can. It's like, okay. And they just use the people that could sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which makes sense. They um, just uh, download the Britney Spears software. Exactly. <laughs> and then they used the three Broadway stars. Uh, the guy who played John Barrowman, Ma- Malcolm Merlin, mm-hmm. uh, Victor Garber, and Jesse... L. Martin. L- yes, that guy. Yeah. They're all really good. And Victor, Victor Garber was, uh, I mean, I never did see it, but he was a huge star on the stage back he, in the 70s, maybe? Godspell? He was in Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Oh, he was? Okay. He played um, Sweeney's partner, like the one who falls for Sweeney's daughter. Okay. He's really good. Yeah, it was It was really nice to yeah. see all these guys. It was just kind of, you could, I mean, from my point of view, it seemed like it was an episode for them to just have fun. Like, yeah. This is our big talent let's yeah you know we're not gonna get the other opportunity for it mm-hmm. it's almost a filler episode except of course the proposal at the end well you know and that's the thing it also brings in new viewers you know it's a it, it's like guys who are big into the flash might tell their girlfriend oh they're gonna have like a musical episode and you know they might buy do they might probably just do the whole oh, fine i'll watch it and then they <laughs> actually like it and yeah you know it's a way to expand your audience just a little bit and uh um, they did that with Buffy the Vampire Slayer on mm-hmm. one show, if you remember. Um, um, I only remember because my daughter watched it 4,009 times. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 pretty cool. And, and the premise, when you say it, doesn't sound as cool. But, you know, they, they execute well. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and while I haven't seen this episode, they've been, you know, that, that whole thing is quality. Supergirl, The Flash, yeah. they're just... They're awesome, and I have to give them the benefit of the doubt when they want to try something like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you'll like it, too, because yeah. I remember we talked about when they first announced it, and I think you were uh, not as a uh, – I mean, I really wasn't a fan either. <laughs> well, like I said, you know, when you say it and you start talking about it, you're thinking, oh, come on, give mm-hmm. me a break. But you think about it, and, you know, again, I think they get that yeah. that uh, olive branch to to try something new. You know, I think they've earned it, and, and so that's cool. I'm glad, it, I'm glad it was good. I can't wait to see it. I just think the problem was like not a lot of people paid attention to what the story was going to be. And, you know, the whole thing was focused like, on just the singing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Music Meister, you know, put them in comas. Yeah. And was like, okay, this is where. And it was pretty much like, this isn't my world. This is your world. You're seeing what, you know, it's the reimaginings of people in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, you saw Iris's dad, Detective West, and. Uh, Dr. Martin Stein, and they were husbands. Oh wow! And Iris says like, because it was it was it was kind of like Romeo and Juliet, because it was two mob families. Right. Malcolm Merlin was like, his name was like Cutter, okay. I think, and his son was Monel, but it, he went by it was, it was like Tony or something. Sure, it's also like West Side Story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. 
And then Iris was like, he was like, I love him. Is that like, you're my dad. You have to be okay with that. <laughs> and Barry's behind. He's like, dads. And they're like, you have a problem with that? He's like, hmm, nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's but awesome. no, it was a really, it was a really interesting episode. I really liked it. Well, does the music Meister have speed powers? How does that work? Does he absorb he took, powers? He, oh, okay. he took the powers from Supergirl. Cause remember he used the laser. Yeah. The laser eyes. Um, so yeah, he just used those when they were not there. Seems like but everybody like he, just speeds anymore on the show. Well, I mean, well, I think their overall villain yeah. is. I mean, I think their season-long villains always Sabotage. been a speedster or something, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, season four it won't be though. They say. And you know what? That is the best news I've heard <laughs> in a long time. It's too many. Yeah. I love the Flash and I love the TV show, but it doesn't always have to be a speedster. It makes it so yeah. small. It know? makes it yeah. small, and it's also it loses its, you know, plausibility. I mean, yeah, yeah, you you have to deny or you have to uh, you know suspend your belief, right? Mm-hmm. When you watch some of these shows, but then you know when you're forced to continue to watch some new speedster, new speedster, mm-hmm. it's not that you can't suspend belief anymore. It's like you just don't want to. It's just so much. You know, I don't right, think it's a lot. I don't yeah. think they were tr- that they were trying to do too much. I think they were going the same route as Supergirl was. It's like we don't know how long we'll have because like we yeah like even if people love it right now, maybe they won't next season. So let's try to do all the comic series or uh, characters that we want to and we think will work. So then if we get picked up for another season, we can do someone who's not a speedster. Right. And as of right now, there's a big twist coming for Savitar. So, and people are speculating that he's not a speedster at all. He's huh. just someone who looks like he made himself into the illusion of a speedster. Oh, wow. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm excited to see how it ends. Well, Kevin Smith said he's been told yep. how this uh, season's going to end, and I think next year what the idea is, and he's like, it's so good. So <laughs> good. And he's he's directing left and right, it seems. Yeah. So I don't think he's done any Arrow yet. No, because I think he had some problems with it. Cause, uh, he did in the beginning of the show, I believe. Well, no, not that it, not that it wasn't like him liking it or anything. <laughs> it was just one of the producers, someone asked if Kevin Smith would ever get in there. He's like, oh, never. Yeah, so that's too might. bad because he actually wrote for the Green uh, Arrow yeah, comic for exactly. A while. So I, I'd love when to Stephen see his Am- take, Stephen you know? Amell's on board, he's like, I'd love to. I, what? Yeah. Why is it? Why isn't he in here now? Yeah. Like, what is? So well, they probably need him because Arrow's not doing the best. I heard Arrow's doing good. Is it doing good? Because I heard the viewership's going down. Well, I mean, after last season, I'm not surprised because yeah. they kind of screwed it up. They have a great opportunity next season to revamp if they if they yeah. want because you're not gonna have flashbacks anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. God, I hope not. Yeah. Well, and they were kind of starting to do that this season a little bit. I think they're starting to learn from some of the mistakes and absolutely. Um, yeah. So that's that's a good thing. Yeah. And it's that's yeah. still a great show. I, I just mean, wanted to just... go. You know, all those. Uh, I was on the island the whole time. Yeah. I, right. I made that other stuff up. Right. Yeah. I'm nuts. It's getting nuts. Insane. This this episode this uh, week's episode was crazy though. I saw like a clip of it. He's like shouting at some dude and got the arrow. It was, and... it was uh, Prometheus. Okay, see, I'm not. I haven't been keeping track. Of it, the show. And uh, so, I think last season we learned that Air, that Oliver became part of like the Russian, this Russian uh, mob called mm-hmm. the Bravada, mm-hmm. and uh, he got this tattoo on his chest. And Prometheus tried to push him to his limits and was like, "He's like, you don't kill because you think it's right. You kill because you enjoy it." <laughs> and yeah. he got. He got Oliver to admit it, and then at the end of the episode, he takes a blowtorch and burns the tattoo off his chest. It's it's crazy. It's like, dude, you're rich. You can just get that laser. <laughs> right? Yeah. You don't have to do That's that. not the laser. Well, no, 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 no. The villain does that to. Oh, to yeah. Arrow. Okay. He, that makes sense. Yeah. No. 
I'm like, Ollie, um, you're yeah. a billionaire, man. Just yeah, no, he's like, Pff. I was like, oh, <laughs> so I'm gonna I, shoot it off. <laughs> that's why I take care of skin tags. <laughs> <laughs> Welding torch, third degree burns. <laughs> that's uh, how men do it. Yeah, <laughs> our meat in the other hand. Not really too excited about this at all. It's opposite day. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> um, Mystery Science Theater 3000. <gasps> so the um, Netflix just put a bunch of the older episodes out, some classic episodes. Um, I have a question about that because yeah. it says one season. Is that a lot of episodes, though? It's over the course of all 10 seasons. Ah, so it's okay. so like 100 and I, that episodes. That would confuse me at first, too. You know, it's a season one episode. I'm like, no, sorry, that that's <laughs> out of order. That, you know, nerd yeah. Steve came into play. <laughs> oh, Netflix is yeah. Steve. You're all uh, morons. That's not how it works, people. You know, so I mean, it was just, uh, but, you know, it's fun. And, and, Oddly enough, the one episode, the first one I ever saw of Mystery Science Theater, is one of those episodes that they put on. Oh, really? You know, so it was just like, oh, awesome, you know, <laughs> I get, to, get to relive a little bit of that first, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so, you know, catch those. If you've never seen Mystery Science Theater, it's a great way to watch it. And, uh, you know, the, the, the premise is just fun. You know, it's a show that doesn't take itself seriously. Uh, the theme song itself says... You know, just remember, it's just a show and you should really just relax, you know, and so it's, it's pretty cool, you know, and uh, um, but the the new Mystery Science Theater comes out on Netflix, what, at the end of the month, right? Or early next month, something like that. I think so. I yeah. can't remember it's the exact soon, date. Yeah. It's very yeah. soon. It's the right trailer around out. Right. So, yeah. That's why they dropped it now to tease right. everybody. The trailer's out. Jonah Ray is now the new um, quote unquote experiment, you know, who gets sent up to watch the bad movies with the bots. Um, <laughs> Felicia Day is um, Kinga Forrester, who's I think the daughter of Clayton Forrester, who's the original mad scientist on the show. And Patton Oswalt is the son of TV's Frank. So the two mad scientists have lineage, you know. Oh, uh, nice. Well, right. So it's pretty cool. And, you know, you've got new voices for Crow and Tom Servo and the whole thing. And um, it's got some celebrity guest stars, you know, coming this year, you know, for the whole thing that is pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Black, Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> oh, wow. And I don't know if you've heard of this guy, but Jerry Seinfeld. You know, <laughs> so all these people are slated to make guest appearances somehow. And uh, What's the deal with Mystery Science right, Theater? Uh, What's the deal? You know, but, uh, you know, but Jerry Seinfeld and Joel, um, the, uh, Joel Hodgson, the creator of Mystery Science Theater, they're good friends in real life. They used to do the comedy circle back in the, you know, 80s together mm-hmm. and uh, the circuit. And, uh, you know, so they're, they've been friends. And Have they said what movies they'll be making fun of now? Is it going to be like uh, old ones? Like- it's old ones. It's kind of those old, uh, goofy, terrible movies. But um, I'd like to see new ones, like Fantastic Four. Wouldn't that be great? You know, Rift <laughs> oh, Tracks. Geez. But you know, they'll never get the rights to that. No, and that's they, expensive, yeah. you know. But um, that's how Rift Tracks got away with it. They just do audio commentary and you'd sync it up with the uh, movie. Mm-hmm. So they were able to get away with, yeah. riffing on the big right. budget stuff yeah uh, the lord of the rings riffs are classic <laughs> if you ever get a chance li- and, but you know that's riff track so on mystery science theater i hope joel makes uh, some sort of guest appearance too oh, on the sure, show yeah. you know i mean it's uh it's just one of those things that in the um 90s uh, i just it was just a great escape you know and it was just <laughs> sure. two hours of fun every weekend and did cool they do celebrity there. guests in the old it was nope. just the the one guy yeah um uh and they had a staff you know like Michael Nelson, who took over for Joel when Joel left the show, I think season five. I think, well, I know it was season five. Um, <laughs> season five or I'm whatever. Yeah, I don't like know. I'm all casual about it. Um, it wasn't a few episodes in, you know. And like, I remember the day like it was yesterday. The last know. movie ripped was Mitchell, but I don't know all those things. So, um, 
but it's Michael Nelson, so he came in, and Michael Nelson was the head writer, you know, for the show all through its run, mm-hmm. and um, and Michael Nelson would play bit characters and skits, you know. So I mean, you know, and, and Joel picked him because he thought he looked good standing next to the bots, you know, and so <laughs> and, and and Michael Nelson, there's no question. I mean, just genius, comedic genius, you know, and That's cool. and all those guys are really funny, and um, I I cannot wait for the show. Super excited about it. They're dropping them all at once, so you know if you want to binge it, you can. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch them once a Saturday, just like I did back on the old Comedy Central days. You know, <laughs> yeah, sure. that's how I'm gonna do it. You know, nice. oh, that's awesome. Uh, so it should be it should be uh, pretty cool. And they don't they don't get too like vulgar with the not at all. It's very PG. It is very PG. Um, in fact, the even the new riff tracks, they're a little bit more raw but extremely rare, and they'll bleep themselves. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. yeah. So, um, but Joel is a very, very clean humorist, you know, and you know, these guys are all Midwestern guys. You know, the show was filmed in Minneapolis, and, <laughs> you know, cool. they're just, that's how, yeah, and they got, you know, syndicated and the whole thing. It was just, nice. it was neat. So they, uh, uh, it's going to be fun. I, I sat through last year um, the Mystery Science Theater reunion, uh, and they did it live, and, you know, you go to the theater and you watch it, um, you know, Joel was on stage with, uh, you know, Mike Nelson and the whole crew, you know, and they did, um, you know, the pairs of them did different riffs for different shorts. Yeah. You know, it's so like, uh, Dr. Forrester and TV's Frank, they did a riff, you know, and then, <laughs> and the coolest thing and what made me feel good was Joel did a riff with Jonah Ray, you know, the new host. Oh, sweet. Passing so the torch. You, right. You got to see him oh, wow. in action and it was awesome. Oh, that's cool. You know, and, uh. I remember too, he made some mistake in the live thing, you know, and it's easy to do, but he even ripped himself right away, you know, so you knew he had a good sense of humor about everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm on the Facebook group for Mystery Science Theater, and um, so is Jonah Ray, you know, and so he'll contribute sometimes oh, and you get cool. to interact with him. And nice. uh, yeah, oh, really special. excited. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. He has a huge passion for it. And so that's, that's great. That's great. So it's coming up pretty soon. Oh, I look forward to it. Sick. Yeah. I need to, I need to do some catching up. <laughs> yeah. We'll start with Side Hackers because that's what I did. Side it's called Side Hackers. It's on there now on Netflix. Okay, I will. Um, it is a terrible, terrible movie. <laughs> and if you if you ever watch it, all I'm going to say is that's a number five. So if you watch it, you'll know what I'm talking. I'll about. have to watch it now for sure. <laughs> so uh, Star Trek Discovery news. Mm. Um, really excited about this. So uh, it's a six TV series, uh, seventh if you include the animated stars. Uh, it, they're really going for diversity in the casting and how they. Uh, present the characters and i think that's a great move i mean it really represents what star trek's all about uh jason isaacs is captain Lorca. Uh, he was in harry potter right mm-hmm. uh, doug jones um is in it he was in silver surfer who's a silver surfer right uh, yeah he yeah. played the body not the right, voice. the body he's of been it. a lot of he wanted to be the voice right. but they always take him out he's been a lot of lanky characters he was oh, he's very yeah he's skinny good. dude mm-hmm. well in the last few years he's playing the uh, body of steve so um, he's let himself go just a little bit. But, um, <laughs> um, one thing I'm excited about is Michelle Yeoh as, ca- as the captain. Um, she was in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Um, and she's just a great, she's great actress uh, mm-hmm. in general. Uh, it's got multiple ships and crews that it's going to be featuring, um, which is going to kind of take it away from the, um, I think, core concept that you see on prior Star Trek shows. You get to kind of see a variety, which I think will be neat. Um Coming out uh, early to late fall, I think now at this point it's been pushed back thirty two yeah. times. Gosh, right? yeah. slight exaggeration. It's only thirty one. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Right, and we've talked about this a little bit before. How Brian Fuller uh, was the showrunner, and now he's kind of stepped out of that because of other commitments. But they're still basing it off of his 
his vision. You know, so that's that's good. And I like that Nicholas Meyer is also a consulting producer on it. That's huge. That is super huge. You know, so they're they're keeping it in the uh, quote unquote universe prior to the the new movies. Mm-hmm. You know, so the next gen universe, that sort of stuff. Um, and it's uh, what five to ten years before the Kirk Enterprise yes, yes. goes on their five year mission. So really excited about that. And one thing that I I'm excited for, and I don't know what the plot is, but they said they're going to, like that first season is going to be focusing on an event that was referenced in Star Trek, but never fleshed out. So I'm interested to see what the hell they're talking about, you know, and what they're going to, uh, what they're going to do. There's going to be, uh, Spock's father, Sarek has a role in it as well. So, uh, it's going to be pretty neat. You know, I'm, uh, I'm excited for it. It comes out, uh, again, sometime late this fall. And it's going to debut on CBS and it goes to all access. Is that right? Yeah, I believe. Yeah. The first episode will be on CBS, give you the taste. Yeah. And then hopefully people will buy the all access. But I also believe Netflix is going to have it too. That, I hope so. If they do, yay. I really don't want to buy. Otherwise, I'm going to have to buy all access. Right. <laughs> and, but, you know, I mean, I can see Netflix doing it. They've got all the other Star Trek stuff, you know, or even Hulu. Hulu if, stores all the Star Trek. If Netflix were smart, they would just make this the Star Trek series. Yeah, I don't. I think it's all a Paramount thing. Like they, they don't want to relinquish do, control. CBS can't and, do anything with it. Right. Like, yeah, I, I get it. But yeah, I hope. I hope. This I is hope your fault, true. Netflix. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no, damn you all to hell. But there's a cool uh, photo of them at dinner. Oh yeah, celebrating I saw someone's that birthday. Right, yeah. And uh, just looking at this photo, yeah. I don't know how much behind the scenes you've seen of the other series, but there's a great TNG. It's even um. Yeah, it's a video, not just a picture, mm-hmm. but it's the uh, TNG uh, crew toasting, and it's um, Riker, um, Jonathan Frakes. He's yeah. like, here's the crew of the new Enterprise, and they're toasting. This is this is before they even filmed an episode, so yeah. just seeing that gave me goosebumps. Right. I was like, oh, man, it's it's really... I mean, I know they started filming, but it, it does, still doesn't feel like it's going to happen, you right. know what I mean? It's like, stop pushing it back. Right. They push it back and push it back, and then, you know, you don't want it to be one of those things that just gets dropped you know because are they pushing it back for bad reasons but you know everything points to they're pushing it back for solid reasons for you know xyz um scheduling and and all that stuff but sure i'm i'm really hopeful for the content on this one because you know that the old universe stuff was amazing you know and it's still so watchable and i'm still in the middle of deep space nine and love every second of it and it doesn't feel like a dated show or anything like that so i mean it's a it's going to be great, man. I cannot wait. More Star Trek uh, yeah. stuff for me well, to nerd it, over. So It's, it's great that you're going to have more than uh, one crew, ships. Yeah. So some episodes you can give the other crew a rest right. and focus on it. so many things you could do. And Yeah, it opens up the door to have even maybe more than seven seasons if it's successful because you've got so much that you can look at Yes, and uh, and go to. You're right. It's going to be great. I hope so. I hope so. I, I almost hope they, they just try to tell a great story each season, mm-hmm. have your arcs, but maybe also have your you know regular uh, episodic. Although I, when Brian Fuller was on board, he said it wasn't going to be episodic. Right. It's going to be. So I don't know how much has changed. I really yeah. hope. They listen to him and maybe have taken some of that to the heart. I do too. But then again, though, too, the only concern I have going into it is as much as I like that diversity of different crews, different ships and, you know, things like that. How much character development are we going to get over time? You know, I mean, when you have like the next gen, you know, you got to know Data, you got to know Jordy. Uh, And and same. And it was the same with each series. Deep Space Nine, Garrick. 
Quark, you know, all these side characters, even Nog, you know, I mean, these guys get their own little moments, right. you know, that you, I wonder if they'll, you know, if the characters will get these kinds of moments. And then hopefully they right. go on for many seasons. Right, that's it, just it. And if they do, yeah. great. Um, well, it helps keep it fresh because, you know, like Orange is the New Black, I'm just using yeah. that as an example. It's got nothing to do with Star Trek. Right. But the way they tell their stories, not every season is going to... Uh, show you more of a character and then the next right. season they they pick up and they show you that character's backstory right. so they they can totally do that so right. every I, season you get that chance yeah and i think that'll be cool um in orange of the new black you know i mean there's more seasons of that than the lady was actually in jail in real life you know so oh I mean, right yeah <laughs> yeah just like mash right <laughs> right yeah exactly went on for like 11 years and the war is like yeah, three four wasn't years. even yeah i did want to add this to the the tv uh news here we're talking about Ryan Fuller, mm-hmm. showrunner. He left Star Trek. Well, I found where he went. Oh, really? Amazing stories. He's going to be showrunning that oh, nice. show. It's a revised 80s live action adaptation yep. of a 1920s, 40s pulp series. Nice. It's basically like Twilight Zone. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a really good series. Uh, I recommend going out and checking out. I think you can go on NBC.com and check out the old episodes. There, there are many great ones. Uh, the Mission is one. It mm. stars... Kevin Costner. Oh, cool! It's during the World War II, there's a um, Waterworld. Yeah. Yes, it's before that. It's a prequel to. Ah. It. It's really cool. Waterworld two. Yes. Oh, World War Two. Sorry. God bless that that didn't ruin his career. Well, yeah. I it... like that movie though, and it made money. He actually says that he's like, even though people think it bombed, it didn't. It actually made money. Well, because it had strong premieres, and he was fairly golden up until that point as far as marketability and bankability. Um, I, I know, saw I it. That's the only movie I've fallen asleep in. So I can't say <laughs> wow. that I've seen the whole movie. And I'm not saying it was the movie that put me to sleep. Circumstances led me to sleep. And <laughs> I, I've i still never seen it. My I wife know actually just, liked it. I know it's just become the butt of a lot of jokes. Yeah, so. and it has. Yeah. You know, I think it's also one of those movies you, you like it or you hate it. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's a Battlefield Earth. But, I mean, it's <laughs> probably, you know, it's one of those things that's... It's uh, Waterworld. You have a certain palette you need for that kind of a movie. <laughs> And it's not as widely accepted as like a Dances with Wolves, where it seems more like a universal concept. So, I, sure. I mean, I get why it was probably panned, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like you. I'm glad Costner yeah. has survived those he's blows. He's having a great comeback. Because he's been in he's, a lot of big movies. Yeah, and... he's such a good actor anyway, you know. I mean, the guy's awesome. Well, wasn't he Dances with Wolves? Wasn't that like a triple threat? Didn't he win Best Director, Best Picture, Best Actor? He won. He won a ton. He won. Whatever best he, Kevin Cosner. Right. Whatever he won, he deserved it because it was great. I mean, you know, he earned it. He, yeah, he sure did. And, that, and that's an interesting thing about this show is back in the 80s, because this was a Spielberg-produced show, it attracted a lot of stars at the time. Right. And directors. Like Martin Scorsese directed an episode. Sure. I mean, wow. uh, seriously, go back and check it out. Uh, the Mission episode with Kevin Costner. He's like a World War II uh, captain on an Air Force bomber, their belly gunner, he was trapped in the seat and the plane had no wheels. So right. he pretty much was going to die when, when they landed, if they could land and survive. Yeah. But he was a amateur artist and I, I'll just give it away. It's pretty cool. He draws animated wheels on the plane. <laughs> like his imagination is so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And they land on these. It looks like Roger Rabbit wheels, oh, wow. you know? It's hmm. really cool. I mean, you know, it sounds yeah. ridiculous, but. <laughs> well, the given... Twilight Zone concepts sound yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And you watch them and you're like, oh, that was executed perfectly, you know? So. And right. you watch the ones that were made in like the late 90s or early 2000s, you're like, oh, yeah. Well, that Spielberg, was bad. Spielberg was really bringing that back too in the 80s. He mm-hmm. did the Twilight Zone movie and then yeah. this uh, Amazing Stories followed. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's really trying to harness all that. And yeah. Uh, 
and it you know the show worked it had a lot of uh, memorable qualities it you know wasn't a huge hit but uh there's also another great episode life on death row with uh, patrick swayze he's a inmate to get struck by lightning and then they execute you know they right. execute him and he doesn't die but he can like mm. heal and stuff oh, i wonder if they'll I wonder if come back for this series yeah i don't know that'd be a lot of cg <laughs> like oh, ghost sorry. right exactly <laughs> And then they had this one. This I last can't wait one to I want to pottery with them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I just, love just that one scene. So, oh, gross. Ugh. What are you guys making? Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing on there. Babies. Right. Oh, oh, so gross. Yeah. The last Ghost episode. I, the last episode I want to talk about is called Mirror Mirror. Uh, not it's not Star Trek. It's a. Uh, it's Sam Waterston. He plays a popular horror novelist like Stephen King. And he starts getting terrorized by a strange figure when he looks in the mirror. Ooh. It's really cool. And uh, it's him. It turns him. out to be it him. Is. It is. Actually, let me give away the ending. Do you it. Probably probably they all it. die. I'll probably see it now, but uh, I mean, still go ahead. He's losing his mind. He avoids all the mirrors and stuff. He makes love at the end of the episode and opens his eyes and sees a reflection in his uh, woman's eye. And finally, the creature grabs him. And immediately, once that happens... He's grabbed by a creature in real life, and he like they both go out the window, and oh, wow. of course his girlfriend or whoever she was just mortified. It was really cool. The creature, the creature, jumped out of her eye. No, like he saw he was looking at her eye, yeah, and then you saw the oh, saw it was the creature, and then boom, grabbed oh, him. Wow, yeah, because he avoided it so long. Yeah, that's thought, sweet. It, it's really it was a good show. You should really check it out. Huh. But hmm. I'm I'm happy to bring it back. Uh, you know. They got Brian Fuller. That's yeah. great. But I really wanted him on Star Trek. Right. So, yeah, it's going to have um, Pat Oswalt's going to write for them. Oh, nice. So they're going to have a lot of great talent there. Nice. That'll be coming soon. So we got some reviews for yep. the last of the show here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve and Joey, would you like to talk about Iron Fist first? I would. Steve, okay. are you done? Just over halfway through right now. Not to give away a ton of spoilers, but the point I left off at was... Uh, Danny just got done challenging the hand. Is that the tournament? Uh, yeah. Yep. And that's so a good, that's a good episode. That was a really good episode. And uh, you get a whole new respect for Madam Gao at the she's, end of that one. She's insane. She's, she's insane. crazy. So, I mean, I'm sure it gets better from here, obviously. But, yeah. um, you know, the, the show's taken flack here and there. I love the show. I think it's pretty good. I love the show. Um, Jessica Henwick, who plays Connie, or uh, is that Colleen? Colleen. Um, Jessica Henwick's the actress. Put her in everything. If anything, she steals the show. She steals it. Put it's, her in so everything. Good. Yeah. Ghost in the Shell. Oh, well, I couldn't get an Asian actress. Oh, Sorry. God. Put her in it. <laughs> Put her in it. I mean, she's just amazing. She mm-hmm. adds so much dimension to the show for a character who's supposed to be fairly emotionless. Yeah. You know, it's it's really amazing how she pulls that off. And um, do you know the backstory about her at all? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. I'm not. I'm not yet. I'm not so, going to say anything. Yeah. So. Is it come out in the... Yeah. Oh, sweet. In, oh, I can't wait. I think a couple episodes. Oh, good. I thought good. you meant the actress. I'm like, well, we can oh, that. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, that's awesome because I uh, I love the chemistry they have too, you know, as, as characters. But overall, you know, from the um, other family that, you know, he knew as kids growing up, you know, it just... There's a lot of cool dynamics in the show. I don't get the whitewashing controversies only because he's always been a white character. Thank you. You know, um, that's my problem. And that's, right. that's exactly my problem is that everybody's focusing so much attention on this when it's like, well, Death Note is doing some heavy whitewashing. Right. Ghost in the Shell is doing whitewashing. Focus your anger on that. 
Yeah, that like, stuff let, is legitimate arguments. Let your that. voices be heard about that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, and it's it's just part of my whole anti-social justice warrior campaign where yeah. people just want to complain to complain. Yeah. But again, this show I think is very, very good. Mm-hmm. And I am super excited for the Defenders, obviously, now because there's, you know, that's just the integration. Complete. They completed it. Right. And I and honestly, one of my favorite things pieces of glue for that whole tv universe is rosario dawson i know i knew i was gonna say it is claire you know she just got introduced what that episode or the episode before i just saw one Mm -hmm. of the two she was training with right and it was so cool to see her back you know and i'm like Mm -hmm. oh i love her so much she's a night nurse right? yeah yeah there's many night nurses in the uh yeah and she's just rachel mcadams is one yeah her character is in doctor strange right that's cool. And so, you know, uh, her playing the character of Claire, I can remember that name easily. It's my daughter. So. <laughs> but um, having her play that character and, and being in all these series and her being able to make the references that she makes, yeah. you know, out of the side of her mouth, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just a, it's awesome. And she's just a phenomenal actress, too. Um, she just brings an era, an era of believability, sure. an aura of, of believability. So, yeah, I loved it, man. And like mm-hmm. I said, I'm so far, I'm, I just finished episode six. My wife and I are going to binge it this afternoon. She gets off at four. Cool. And at, at four o'clock the rest of the night, <laughs> it's Iron Fist night. It's going nice. to be awesome. So. That's cool. Um, I have heard some criticisms because I haven't seen it yet myself. Mm-hmm. But do you like the fighting scenes? I heard those are kind of choppy. I was going to say I was going to say something about that because I have two episodes left. So and, I, and I'm watching it with my dad. So yeah. you know, it's not always like all right, we have time to do this now. Right, it's like yeah. okay, well, we have to find time <laughs> when so you get the time, and it's right, fine. Yeah. Like I, I I'm He's not, like once it makes a week. It last, right, well, like who know, else yeah. am I going to watch it with, anyways? Right. So um, we have two episodes left, and I have to say the lat the latter half is better than the first like six episodes. Um, not to say that they're bad, but I was not just like, I just wasn't really sold on it. Mm -hmm. And that's all part of the journey though. It's like, Mm -hmm. you have to, you have to get there. Right. It's not, it's just like, you know, daredevil. Well, he's not going to get the suit right away. He's, you got, you got to let it happen. You fell in love with that. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) The one before the, the the daredevil suit. Yeah. Yeah. But I really like it. And I, but I think it's good to be able to point out the flaws that you see in a show without letting it distract you. And uh, from the show overall, yeah, you can still enjoy something and still be able to recognize that you know this could have been better, yeah, but it didn't detract from yeah. my overall enjoyment of so the you're, show. You're saying Rotten Tomatoes isn't right in this case? Well, what, do they, what do they give it? Yeah, I don't know. I, it doesn't matter, right? What they gave it, it. doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> um, I agree. So, I mean, the Danny Rand fight scenes. Um, there's some at least in the first six episodes. There's some sweet parts. And then there's some parts where it's like, eh, okay, you know. It ju- there's some parts where it's cool. And right. And there's some parts where it seems like they're going through the motions they're, with the fight. Yeah. It, it's really slow. It's like, okay. Oh, yeah. Gosh, whoosh, 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 right. whoosh. And it's just like, well, if he had a, they could probably spend more time on the martial arts and like the training, uh, the fight training. The best fights, I think, in the first six. Colleen. Yeah. That's Colleen. It. Let's check it out. And, and I, I I follow her on Instagram since the show started. You know, I like to follow the casts and stuff, and just sure. kind of because they show cool behind the scenes, and they show her training on her Instagram like video clips, mm-hmm. and it's just it's hilarious. And she she's doing it herself. I mean, she's she's getting the she shows huge bruises she gets and yeah. just all this stuff, you know. Yeah. And so I love that you know these people are that invested in what they're doing, and she mm-hmm. is phenomenal. You know, with the sword and and just all the training she does, um, really good. I think she's been the best part of the fight so far that I've seen. You know, so it does. It, it does yeah. get a lot better, a lot 
faster, a lot more fluid than yeah. kind of like the slowness and just like right. whatever. He seems kind of tired a lot, which if you pay attention to the story, it makes sense because he said using the Iron Fist drains his energy. Yeah. So he's got to he's got to harness that power towards like towards just a second thought. It's just like all right, all right Iron Fist time, boom. Does Colleen ever go by? a different name in the comics at all. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know if it's just like Colleen Wing. I bought my first Iron Fist comic two weeks ago. Mm. Wow. So it was just one of those characters, you know, was bigger in the 70s. You know, Power Man and Iron Fist had their own comic. Heroes you know, for so, Hire. Right. And uh, so... I really hope they make that dynamic very... I really hope they make that dynamic clear and present because that was such a big part of the comic universe. It's like, okay, well, when you think of that right there i just bought it last week oh wow it's a brand new number one of power man and iron fist they were like they're like best friends they were like the heroes for hire yeah you know they did whatever they could um to help and that's that's awesome so i hope they really delve into that a lot but yeah i mean as far as the review goes i i do enjoy this show yeah it i don't understand a lot of the flack that it gets but then again i did hear that not i guess not everybody was on board with luke cage I guess that's been receiving some hate. So I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like I hear the arguments and I'm like, okay, I get your opinion, but that's, that doesn't really make sense to me. I still like the TV universe way better than the movie universe. And I do like the movie universe. Yeah. But if you we're know? put, I mean, if we're rating it, then I, yeah. yeah, I'd probably put the TV universe higher. Cause it just, it, it seems a lot more, I don't want to say grounded because it's like, it's superheroes. Mm-hmm. But it is grounded because you're dealing with so many regular people, mm-hmm. you know, that have to deal with the one superhero yeah. or the one person with powers. Yeah. And um, it's gritty. It's a gritty. It's verse. grittier. Very and gritty. obviously there's way more content. So you get time to flesh things out. Whereas mm-hmm. in the movie, you know, all you know about Tony Stark is, you know, heart problem. Dad's dead. Mm-hmm. Makes jokes. You know, <laughs> Iron Man. Boom. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> That's the right. entire character, you know. Yeah. So, um, but with these, you get to see their highs, their lows, their ups, their downs, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you watch Jessica Jones go through the ringer, you know. It's same with Matt Murdock, Luke Cage, even the same. Uh, you know, all they, they've done a great job manipulating that, yeah, these guys might have amazing powers, but guess what? They're going to get their ass kicked sometimes too. And yeah. when they do, you get to watch how a human would react to that. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, not just a superhero. Oh, boom, I got hit and I got knocked through a wall. And I'm going to get up, wipe off my mouth, throw my hammer back at him, and yeah. that's it. You know, But you could watch the actual repercussions of these things. Sure. And so I think that's where the TV universe makes a huge leap above yep. the movie. Absolutely. How would you rank all the shows so far? What's your favorites? What's least favorites okay, so out, of, out of all of them on Netflix? This is going to be hard. I don't it know. is very, very hard because I do like them all. I'm going to go Jessica Jones, Luke Cage daredevil and only iron fist because i'm not done okay you know but that's how i would rate it uh jessica jones just because it was so different you know than anything and her powers are just so weird (laughs) right and she's such a she's such an a-hole you know as a (laughs) as a protagonist and stuff but uh um i love the female lead piece and i just the introduction of luke cage and the integration with those characters and the I think fearlessness in that show to have an interracial couple, to yep. have a female lead yep. and to have a female lead who's a jerk, you know, and all yeah. these things. That one was a risky, risky show that just pulled it off. Uh-huh. And, you know, David Tennant as a villain was just great. Oh, he's good. Yeah. So, he's I mean, very good. I'd rank that one number one. 
and I'd almost say the rest are ties for a second. Yeah, so, yeah, I know, know it's hard. They're good, it's hard. but that's how I'd rank. If you them. had to pick, yeah, yeah I'd probably you? do uh, Daredevil. Um, like, see, are we doing seasons or just a show? In just gen- in general, in general, yeah. Um, probably Daredevil is first because just you, it it hits so hard. Like you, you watch those fights, you see the fatigue set in. Mm. You're just like, oh my god, I, I, I haven't been in a fight like that, but I felt right. that before. I just, he's just, <sighs> yeah. Oh god. They show and, his human qualities mm-hmm. so good. And he's blind and they show, you know, his ability to be like, all right, this guy's, oh, he's there. Bam. Yeah. It's like, that's so cool. The hallway fights, they always nail. They do so great with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'd probably put Luke Cage second because they just, just everything about that makes me, it, it, it helps me dissolve into that story. Mm-hmm. Like Harlem as a character, oh, yeah. which is so cool to see, like pops it, it it's just there it just ha- <laughs> it just happens and you don't see that too often in movies or right. anything and you feel and you you look at these you know like pop shop his, yeah. or his barbershop um all, all the different stores they go in all the like the the clubs the jazz music j- the soundtrack in general it just it, it makes you feel like you're when part of that in, world. yeah and you're right when the environment is a character in mm-hmm, itself mm-hmm. that's really sweet yeah yeah, that's it's a really good call. Cool I never really thought about it's really it. Really cool way. to see. Good stuff. Um and yeah, just you know, seeing seeing how it ties into real world stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Trayvon Martin. Corrupt just, politicians. Corrupt, corrupt politicians, yeah. uh, police brutality. Um, you know, he's a black man, so obviously it's easy to just oh, he was be, being violent. He's a black man in a hooded Black sweatshirt. man in a hoodie. <laughs> you know. And then and he's got bullet holes. And yeah. then you see everyone in Har every guy and girl in Harlem walking around with bullet holes in their sweatshirts, being like, Well, yeah. Luke Cage is Luke Cage is one of us. Right. We don't uh, know what you want, but Luke Cage is one oh, of that's us. That's cool. That's cool. Um, they said a lot in that show. I bet. It's really good. And uh Method Man's in it as himself. He uh there's a scene where Luke Cage stops a robbery and Method Man is there and he was like and uh, Method Man was like, um, "Oh, it's you." And Luke Cage is like, "Nah, it's it's you." <laughs> and and he was like, uh, "He's like, what size shirt you wear?" He's like, "Already on it, man." He like switches it out because Luke Cage is wearing the one with the bullet holes. Mm-hmm. And Method Man like switches it out and whatever. And uh, then he goes on to some to the talk show with Sway from MTV, and he's telling the story. Then he like does a freestyle called "Bulletproof Love." It's a really good song. Wow. Um, <laughs> But it's like, it's the first, the first, even the first line of that song. It's like it is, it is what it is. Can't understand a man unless you lived what he lived, and uh, and it just you know talks even more about the the city. And it's like, yeah, we got uh, crime, we got kids starving, we got people in the streets. There's no Iron Man to come and save us, right? Um, you have surprise deaths. You yeah, know, I mean just. And it's Misty Knight. I forgot about Misty Knight. Oh, Misty yeah. Knight is so good. She yeah. is um, a detective, but she's like, she can she can do what Willem Dafoe can do in, Bill, in uh, Boondock Saints. She can put herself in the scene, okay. and she can be like, okay, this person went f- from here to there, that that to this, blah blah blah. So that would probably like that. That's really competing for Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I don't know how that's not number one for me. Like. You know, mm-hmm. um, and then Jessica Jones is really good. It's uh, like you said, female-led mm-hmm. characters really good to see, and I like uh, the Luke Cage integration with that. Right. Like how they use, you know, it, he could have just been like a like a one-off, but it right. was like let's see what he can do, uh, you know, in more episodes. Yeah, they flushed it out. Did and, Nick uh, did Nick Cage pop up at all? No, <laughs> thank God. 
distant cousins. So <laughs> That's why he changed yeah. his last name. Right. Yeah, yeah. That was his favorite. Yeah. Um, and he, uh, or Jessica Jones, just like when Kristen Ritter, I don't know what she, is that her last name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When she, when she's that character, you can just, it doesn't, it, it, you can see her being that character, but at the same time, it's like you're just watching her be herself because right. you can tell she's a take no shit kind of person. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, Jessica Jones is like that. She's like, okay, I can tear your head off with my pinky. Yeah. Please do not mess with me right now. <laughs> and it try and also like I like how it delves into her past where uh, she did try to be a superhero and she had the the outfit for a while, but like it didn't show. It was just like, no, that outfit looks stupid. Yeah, didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> and then they introduced uh, is it Patriot? Is that his name? The guy who was on like the uh, Soldier Serum. Yeah. And um, he becomes like this kind of like reverse Captain America or like angrier Captain America, I guess. But yeah, that would probably be at number three. And number four, like you said, I just haven't yeah. finished Iron Fist yet, but uh, it's still pretty good. Yeah. I do like the flashbacks to when he, when they go back to Kunlun and yeah. like show that environment. And when they go to China um, and then you find out the mystery of like, you know, what really ha- what happened to his parents, stuff like that. So yeah, that'd probably be my rating. So Punisher doesn't make the list at all. I'm oh, it's not out I'm yet. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. I can't wait for that one. Yeah, it'll be good. That'll be good. I'll be probably watching that right when it. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just burned out, but I haven't even completed Luke Cage. Like, there's I, a lot going on. I just, there's a lot out. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm in the middle of watching like five different. I have Legion that I haven't. I've been. Bar- I really want to see that. Barely paying attention to it. Not because it's boring. Just because I'm like, whenever I watch, it, I'm just like drained. Hurts mm. really good. Because I'm watching that. I'm watching Firefly. I'm watching Samurai Jack. I'm just like in the middle of like five different things. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna mix. I'm like, thank God I don't have school anymore. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> this is my school. I have a review of Kong Skull Island. I just checked that out uh, yesterday. I've been wanting to see that for a few weeks now. Was King Kong in it? Yes. That's all I need. Yep. Sold. <laughs> I gave it away. I'm sorry. No, it's <laughs> spoilers. Uh, <laughs> I really liked it. I, you know, the Peter Jackson one. I really liked. But it was predictable. We knew sure. how it was going to end. Of course, the islands, you know, seeing all the creatures, that was... Because that was the original concept, wasn't yeah. it? The, yeah, they bring he, him back to New York. He and dies. Yeah, and, yeah okay. it's classic. He's on the roof. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. Uh, they don't really act like this. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if this could be connected at all. Like uh, a new Kong? Yeah. it's uh, Kong had a baby. Yeah. So, well, yeah, son of Kong. Baby Kong. It was really good. It had John Goodman in it. It had a good buildup. John Goodman leads a scientific team. There's this island that they've never been to. There's like hurricanes around it, so you yeah. have to have a great. I see hurricanes are blowing. <laughs> did they of... did they throw that song in there for like an actual scene or anything? Oh, they they may have. They man, they pretty much played the Vietnam soundtrack. Bad Moon, oh, yeah. Bad Moon Rising. That was so good. It's a period piece. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's it's like at the end of the Vietnam War. It's got some good character development. Like Sam Jackson's got burned out soldier. Like, you know, uh, he he's didn't... seen he's seen everything pretty much. Yeah, but he just he just felt like I, he's looking for a purpose. I think mm. you know because it's like that war is such a mess, right. and he gets this job to take uh, John Goodman and some other um, people on his team, scientific team, to the island because they're really good at maneuvering helicopters in like any type of yeah. weather. So they need them. So he's very excited about it. And, of course, you get the other guys talking about, oh, I'm going to be going home soon. And then they son. die. Yeah. <laughs> got a son. I've got a mom. I want to see, you know, all this stuff. And so they get pulled into another mission. So you kind of have both ends. Actually, you have every character 
has an introduction. Uh, Brie Larson's photography character, you know, she's really anti-war, but she really wants this job to go to this island and take photos. Right. So it's a good good build up. You get to the island and it just goes nuts. Mm-hmm. And you know, they all get separated and Kong's huge and intimidating. And man, it's just great action. And there's creatures on the island just freaks you the hell out, you nice. know, and you just uh you root for Kong. Yeah, it, of it does a good job, you know, like I liked Godzilla, but I didn't like when it became Armageddon towards the end with the love story. It doesn't lay that on too strong. Like, Kong pretty much is the movie. But the other characters are just trying to survive and get off the island. Right. Did any so. top build cast members die? Like, yeah. I don't want to give it away, but... They do, though? Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. What was the post credit scene? <laughs> well, let's just say they're setting up the universes. So, in a big yes. way. In a big way. They like showed slides and Godzilla's butt. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. Brian Cranston has a baby. I don't know because he's Brian Cranston's dead body. <laughs> well, this is that would have to be in the future because this is like oh, that's the seventies. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. Your thing. This is like forty years before the right. Kong, Godzilla. So yeah, uh, uh, either Kong's gonna be an older ape or he's gonna have an offspring. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That was cool though. When you see the choppers, he just yeah. like pounds his chest. Oh, he does. That's cool. Oh yeah. Nice. There's. I'll, I'll give it away. There's a there's an episode. There's a part. <laughs> there's a part where he grabs this big octopus and he eats it. It was pretty funny. Oh nice. He's just like like spaghetti. <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah. But yeah, the special effects are incredible. Hmm. Uh, good, great action. I, I highly recommend it. It's just you know it's a popcorn movie. It's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not Shakespeare, but it's not bad. It's really well, yeah. You know what you're getting when you go to a movie yeah, like this. It's not really trying. Like I think Godzilla is trying a little hard with the get emotional here, and of course, and then they take away that emotional element like right away. <laughs> kind of what you went there for. Yeah. Like Cranston yeah. looks badass. He's gonna be talking to the yeah. scientists, and they're gonna be da da da. No, they didn't even get that far. So with Sam Jackson, so it looked like they got separated. Yes. It, so Tom Hiddleston was like. His team was with John C. Riley, where John Goodman and Sam Jackson like by themselves. Not, I mean, they had other soldiers. Like okay. there were scenes where they they regrouped and okay. they had their own agendas. At did that anybody time. did anybody from the Straight Outta Compton uh, cast die? I know they had Dr. Dre and Easy from. Oh my gosh, I knew the Dr. Dre, but I didn't think about the Easy. Easy. That actor looked very familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give it away. <gasps> he dies. No, he's, he does again. <laughs> no, no, no. The uh, AIDS came back. <laughs> um, Re-AIDS. <laughs> no, that was the 70s. AIDS no. didn't exist. <laughs> That's right. You know what? Go see it. Go see it. And you, you'll they see They both it. die. Straight out of... <gasps> straight out of Congton. Oh, my oh, God. Nice. Crossover. Well, well, that was the end credit you just ruined. That's straight the title of the next movie. Thanks a lot, Joey. Straight out of, straight out of Kong invents rapping. It's really good. They had to make... He tries to beatbox, but he like he just blows the whole island. Puma, Puma's constructing a big shoe. It's really <laughs> cool. <laughs> I will say this. <laughs> the movie, it's, it's serious, you know, but there's, there's some humor. But John C. Riley really helps convey like helps you just kind of weren't you worried about him too i was i was but it worked his his character worked and it was really intriguing um (laughs) i i still like that i know it's so juvenile but i just like that you guys should have come here yeah we're gonna die (laughs) no yeah it was good he's like oh you guys are strong good and strong like you really shouldn't have came here (laughs) 
It was really good. Yeah. So yeah, I highly recommend it. Go check it out. It's I'm excited for yeah. Wreck It Ralph too. Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's coming too. Yeah, they are making it. I'm excited. So Joey. Yes, I saw the instant classic Power Rangers. Woo! Dun, now dun, with that dun, lead up, dun, it could have it could have uh, sounded like it was bad. It was actually really good, really good movie. I uh, I'm not sure if you didn't if you didn't enjoy it like at all when it was out before, like like the the original Mighty Morphin. I don't know if you would enjoy this. Like I don't think it would win it. Like Steve, did you? I never even saw the Power Rangers. But you like the trailer. I thought the trailer looked cool, but yeah. I mean that's that was my only exposure to it. Yeah, and this is definitely a different take on it. Like very different. It scared me in a few parts because Rita is like terrifying. Ter- well, yeah. she's terrifying, and they find her as a corpse. Is it spoiler free, or what do you want me to do? Well, it was going to be. Just give but it to you. Yeah, just give it to us. Are you sure? Sure. I've already uh I've read already some? heard a review on it, so um I'm gonna see it still. So it starts it starts out it's like a battle scene, you see the Red Ranger like crawling through, it's like, Oh, is this a flash forward? And then he's like talking to the other to the yellow ranger in like some other uh language. I was like, Oh, it's the previous Rangers and then she gives her she she gives the Red Ranger her coin and he she's like, Bury it, like you gotta get it away because like she you know that Rita's coming. Rita's the Green Ranger. The original one and uh and then the red ranger takes his coin buries it his suit comes off it's zordon he's the original red ranger which is played by which played by brian cranston mm. do they de-age him huh do they de-age him for this what do you mean like does it look like cranston now or a younger cranston well they, he's in he's he's an alien like zordon's an a he's always been an alien oh, okay I so so they just put him in like cosmetics and okay um, they didn't really have to do much because it, was, it was a quick thing and the rest of the movie he's a he's the wall which looks cool it's really cool and uh the big thing i loved about this movie is that they didn't give you the suits right away they weren't like all right they're in the suits already it's morphin time it's it, it was all about morphing it was like you need to morph that's the only way you know, blah, 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 this will happen. Um, so a lot of it, it felt like The Breakfast Club a little bit, which is good because like, I like that movie. Your dad would like it. Then. Yeah, yeah. But like you had you had kind of like the nerdy guy. You had the bad girl per se. You had the princess. You had the jock. And you had the outcast, which is a little on the nose, but it was still cool. Right. And uh, there's one point where... Another thing I liked is that Zordon didn't baby them like in the show. In the show, he's like, "Rangers could, Rangers, you're doing great." He's like, "Is like you could do no wrong. I love you, mwah, 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 babies." But in this one, he's like, "What? What are you doing here? Like you're just teenagers. You don't know what you're doing." The Power Rangers were a force of like mighty warriors. You're not getting it. Like you're not morphing, and that's a problem. Um, in Alpha Five, Bill Hader does a great job as Alpha, mm-hmm. um, and they make him more of an alien than an android. And, uh, oh, really? So he's not robotic, or he is? He's he's not really that robotic because he's. I mean, he's all CGI, and I can't really. I don't really think he's robotic. He might be. Like but he the, might be an alien in armor or something. Or yeah, something like that. Some suit. Hmm, interesting. But it's he does a really good job, and he does the I I I thing. But it's not like I I I I I. It's like I I I Rita. What a bitch. Pretty. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. And so seeing the dynamic between all the Rangers was really good. And seeing the representation was good. You had an African-American um, autist. Because at one point he says, I'm on the spectrum. So he doesn't get humor. He doesn't get sarcasm. Oh, so and, when he says, hey, I'm black. And when they light up, he's like, no, you're not. Yeah, I think mm. I think that might have been a little bit more. Of I like, know, I know. But um, yeah. but I, like I, I, but like Jason tries to joke with him. And he's like, 
yeah, okay, so I think we're almost there. And Jason's like, well, it was just a joke. And he's like, oh, I'm on the spectrum. And it like turns into this conversation. It's like, oh, wow, that's actually really cool to see because you don't see, you know, normal people as superheroes mm-hmm. that much. And then you had the jock who was like, he had some bad history with his dad. He had like some broken relationships he's trying to mend and he was trying to find a better purpose for his life. You had the princess who had kind of fallen off her pedestal. You had the, uh, the lesbian power ranger. So it was just cool to see all the representation and it it wasn't like, it kind of broke all the stereotypes and everything, you know? And then finally Billy, Billy Cranston, which, uh, named after Brian, he morphs because he tries to break up a fight between, uh, Jason and Adam, the red and black ranger. Mm -hmm. Like he morphs and he was like, well, how'd you do that? And then he's he like, I don't know. And then he loses it. And you find out they have to like connect. It can't just be like, they can't be in it for themselves. They have to be in it as a team. Mm-hmm. They have to lose as a team, win as a team, blah, blah, blah. Interesting. So then you see the Zords and they explain like, I don't know if they did this in the show, but they explain. I uh, doubt it. <laughs> well, yeah, but they, ex- they explain like, cause, cause when, um, Zordon was a Power Ranger. It was like 65 million years ago when the dinosaurs were here. So the Zords took on the sh- the shape of the fiercest creatures on the in the in the world at that time. So you had the T Rex, you had all the pterodactyl, the mastodon, all that stuff. And it was really cool to see that. And you didn't get the the suits until like maybe the last hour, 45 minutes of the movie, which is good because it made it made you stick in that much longer. You're just like all right, like. You gotta see where they're gonna go. You I heard it's the... worth the wait. Oh, absolutely! Suits look great. The morph animation's really cool because, like, it's the one. The one thing I didn't like is they didn't do the roll call, but I understand because it would have been too cheesy. Because, like, in the roll call, is they they do like like Tyrannosaurus and they they morph. Uh, and he's like Mastodon. Uh, uh, that's when everyone get up and walk out. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, I get that, but he does say it's morphin' time, hmm. but but it's not like it's morphin' time. He says, he's like, it's morphin' time. I was like, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then they do it. I was like, okay, that this is this is cool. And then they get the Zords. And as the Zords are rushing into the city to stop Goldar, they play the Go-Go Power Rangers theme song. And like revised I, or like the... Actually- I think it might have been the original or a really, really like dead-on cover. Yeah. And I've never headbanged so fast immediately. I was like, <laughs> go, go, Power Rangers. Da-na-na. I was like, wait, wait, did it have lyrics too? Yeah. Holy they shit. said They said that stuff. Wow. And I was like, and I turned to my friend. I was like, that could have been so <laughs> damn terrible. And it was great because they weren't trying to like, they weren't trying to overdo it. They just did. It was like they just did the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And then that, that was it. You yeah, never heard the done, song yeah. again. And it was like, Oh, that was worth <laughs> that was worth the nine dollars I spent on this movie. That alone was so great. Was it like operatic singing? That'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't slow mo or anything. No, it was so cool because you saw like the pterodactyl running. You saw all them running. It was like go go power right. I was like, this is awesome. Joey's like going up and down. <laughs> I was, yeah. yeah, I was losing my mind. Sweet. <laughs> then I mean, there 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 were people in the theater that were worse than me though, because there was one guy who repeated every funny line he thought he heard on screen. <laughs> But he yelled it, and I just turned to my friend. He was like, yep, that's what he said. Just watch the movie. He's like, I'm important. I'm important. Listen to me. I'm making the movie better. That's awesome. But yeah, so that was really cool. And then the fights with the Zords are pretty cool, I think. they There was a lot of destruction, like Man of Steel style. <laughs> the whole town's gone. It, no, it really was, because like, it, it was... Thanks. 
Well, I mean, it was big animatronic. Um, oh yeah, like Transformers, pretty much fighting a fighting a big uh, gold monster. And one of the things that was really funny is uh, the the Zeo crystal, which like gives is like a form is like the all spark from Transformers, like for this universe. It's what Rita was looking for, and so Billy finds it because he's like you know smart like that, and it's in a Krispy Kreme. <laughs> And then he says, and then he says, <laughs> and then Rita's like, where's the Zeo crystal? And he's like, it's in a Krispy Kreme. <sighs> and he's like all tied up and she's like, Krispy Kreme. Hmm. And she goes there and she like eats a donut and she's like, hmm. and it was actually pretty funny. But then he kept mentioning Krispy Kreme and I was like, they're mentioning Krispy Kreme <laughs> an awful hell of a lot. Let's figure something out. And I looked and they did a sponsorship with Krispy Kreme. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh you bastards. <laughs> Um, <laughs> would you like a Coke to wash that down? Right. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't that bad. It was just like, yeah, whatever. Pretty much what you think is the end, but you know it's not the end. All the Zords get like pushed off when they're trying to hold the line uh, to the Krispy Kreme. And they get pushed in this hole, like this fiery hole. And then they shoot up and they're the Zord. And it's oh, like all cool. morphed and everything. And it looks really cool. It doesn't look like it. It looks nothing like these Zords that you've seen before. To where it's like, oh, that's obviously, yeah, like this ranger. It's yeah. like they're just one big, one big person. It's a dude in a suit, like <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> um, cardboard, exactly. <laughs> this, this is ar- where the arm falls off. They, oh, damn it! Yeah. This is where they ran out of money. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was really cool. Rita comes. Rita like gets like pushed into Goldar because that's kind of what happens in the show. Is like the big bad guy goes into the zord and like tries to fight him and then she she comes out and uh she's like just laying there and then the red ranger just like slaps her <laughs> like backhands her into space and i'm like oh <laughs> what <laughs> okay <laughs> sure but then it, it's a callback to the beginning when he slaps another guy it's it's you'll have to see it because okay. it's really good yeah but then the post credit scene he's like we have a new detention uh person in detention because they're on detention that's the big thing. It's like they're not just friends. They they're all not, have attention. Yeah, together. they're not like squeaky clean teenagers. Yeah, yeah they're all, they, they call them like rejects or whatever. And he's like, Tommy Oliver. And he goes and it zooms in on this uh, green jacket. He's like, Tommy Oliver. Like, it, that's it. They did a real, they, they started playing I Got the Power. The At the end, it's like, da 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 da. Oh, that's cool. Da 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 da. And it was cool until the song started, until the scene started. And it was a really bad cover. And it was. It was very hard to listen to. Oh no! Uh, just I just wanted to leave. Sounded really bad. Justin Bieber's new um, cover. Oh, and after yeah. after the final fight, the the Megazord is just standing there, and they're like kind of like waving because like from afar, and all the people are there, and then you see Tommy and Kimberly taking pictures. Oh, cool! The original Tommy and Kimberly. Are they dressed in colors? They've got. He's got a green shirt. She's got a pink shirt. Oh, sweet! And it's and it's nothing too much. It's just like they they're just taking pictures on their on their phone. He's like. All right, that's cool. I was like, nice. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't too on the nose. It was just like, all right, that's that's good. And it was a good like passing of the torch, you know. So where it's like, okay, they're on board with it. Obviously, they like something about it. So yeah, it was cool. It reminded me a lot of the fan made one that they did a few couple years oh, ago. The dark one. The dark one. It reminded me a lot of that. It wasn't like as it wasn't you know bloody or anything, but it did remind me a lot of that because it was there's a lot at stake. It wasn't just like. It's like oh another bad guy and you gotta morph. It's like there's some this is good. Yeah, did you watch? Did you see any of the photos from the premiere? 
yeah. the originals lined it up and yeah, like, yeah, or morphine. Yeah, yeah, that was that was really cool. Of course, mm-hmm. you could see the poster behind them, Power Rangers, and then Krispy Kreme Jones. <laughs> That's when yeah, you started little... talking about them. Like, yeah, the response. Yeah, it's a little too much, but whatever. <laughs> now, do, does Krispy Kreme have anything special? Special donuts with them? Yeah, they have. Uh, I think there might be like filled donuts, and then they have the lightning symbol. Okay. Oh, nice. Um, like the different colors. Okay. Oh, they do that too. They uh. I think I think I can't remember if it's at the end or if they're in uh, detention, like in the middle of the movie. But they make a lightning bolt with all the five colors in it, and like they they're throwing it around like a ninja star and catching it because they're ref- every that that's the cool thing about the coins is it gives them like they have reflexes. They can climb mountains. They can jump gaps. It's so out of, cool. out of suit. Yes, yes, yeah, they can do all that. And yeah. so they're they're folding up notes in detention, throwing it like ninja stars and catching it. <laughs> Sweet. And that's it's cool. yeah, it's really cool. So wow. yeah, I'd probably. Give this a solid eight, maybe eight point five out of wow, ten. Wow, that's pretty good. I really like it. Um, I want to see it right now. Can you, can you guys wrap up? Go. <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. Um. So yeah, I mean, go check it out. Cool. I I'm not I'm sold. I'm not a hundred percent sure on if I want sequels, but we'll cross that bridge when it you know happens. I'm just excited that this happened right now, and they for what the movie could have been, it was so great. Good, nice, good. Yeah, I'm so, happy to hear that. Yep. Yeah, yep. I, I was hoping for the best, but yeah, they have like four or five sequels planned, and I'm mm-hmm. sure those will get done over mm-hmm. the Avatar four or five sequels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Higher chance of those. <laughs> and another thing I want to say is that Brian Cranston and Bill Hader, they did not steal the sh- They did not like outshine the Rangers. That's good. And that's really good. It's challenging, too. Um, And yeah, Zordon was great. Like, Brian Cranston really brought it with that character. Bill Hader as Alpha was awesome because he's so, even just himself, he's so animated. Sure. And it's cool to see that come to fruition with that character. Overall, that was a great movie. Awesome. Well, that's that's all I have right now. Do you guys have anything else? No. No, okay. sir. Let's go, go. Check us out on all social media, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, iTunes, FieldGeeks.com. Steve'scomicblog.com. It's uh, hard Very to remember. It's a pretty straightforward <laughs> name, right? You know, but uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, gonna gonna really talk about that DC piece that I was talking yes. about today a little bit more, and you know, awesome. maybe some cool ideas of what's in store. So it's a good variety. Yeah, it's a awesome. nice variety. But um, I uh, I am excited to write a little bit about this DC piece because yes. I mean they threw that under the radar at us. You know, yeah. I mean there was no build up to this. <clears throat> yeah, it's just like uh, we're just gonna see what they what they think. See who's really it. well. See who's really staying on with it and who's paying attention. You know, well, and uh, it was huge. My theory is they didn't want Marvel to get a chance to do something right. Like you know, Captain America. He is Captain America yeah. again. He's. <laughs> I mean, I like, like that they did it that way though too, because that's what makes a single issue of a comic a, a collectible. Oh right, yeah. You know? Everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, I gotta get this issue." Right. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, I'm going to Mayhem to pick it up on paper just to have it. Great. You know, because it's those little tiny comics that in 20 years people will be talking about. Well, in uh, Action Comics 900 and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, they'll, they'll, so that's pretty neat. Sweet. I hope. Yeah, I hope and I'm uh, sure in 10 years we'll be hearing this movie. Yeah. Is <laughs> based off of based some of these. Off of right. Yeah, that classic yeah. 2017. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of variety, uh, Plume Snake Comics, plumesnake.com, great online service, original content. Tell them we referred you. Yeah, <laughs> we get a discount. I don't know. <laughs> so with that said, uh, we'll be back. I'm Josh. I'm Steve. And I'm Joey. Take care. Bye.